The boys are back in town. Holy shit. Welcome back, everybody, to the Deadlock Podcast episode number. Holy shit. I don't know what number it is. One seven. Kitty, get it. Kitty, get it. Kitty, get it. Kitty, kitty, David. One seventy. Goodbye. Yes, you yeah. did it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. We're back, baby. We're back. We with the are most, back with the most listened to wrestling podcast on Spotify. That isn't a pro wrestler. Isn't that insane? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just put that out Thank there. you all for tuning in once again. Welcome back to another episode. Uh, James is sick. <laughs> James is sick as hell. <laughs> Can't his even hear ears, me. His <laughs> ears are. Yeah, he cannot do the show because so you he guys physically like, cannot hear. <laughs> you guys can talk all the shit you want because he will not hear at all. <laughs> so yeah. we can just talk yes. shit on him. Incapable of hearing, so that's why no Jizzy Dizzy this week. But you do got myself and Tony, and boy, oh boy, do we got a show for you. We are going back to ECW. We're going to do the retro. Yes, the retro review this week is ECW Hardcore TV, the final episode of ECW Hardcore TV. Now, this isn't the TNN show they did. This was the local show they had before, uh, during, and after uh, their TNN run. Uh, ECW Hardcore TV from December 30th, 2000. We also have the Deadlock Draft Ooh, returning uh, this bad. week. And as usual, uh, all the other fun stuff that comes along with Deadlock. Before we get into the show, let's get into some updates. Ooh, let's update it, baby. Up now on the Patreon, patreon.com slash deadlockpw in the $5 tier. Watch this is up. Oh, my gosh. Bob Holly versus RVD Extreme Rules match from 2006. We only stand Bob Holly in this Patreon Watch yes. this from now on. Bob Holly, base god. Uh, Bob Holly. <laughs> uh, Bo- Bo- this match is way the better. Go, Bob it- Holly. He's the. This is yes. like a timeless classic that you could watch like a hundred years. If you want to like explain ECW to somebody, you would just put on this match. And that this was- is an example of ECW, and it's not even. Do- it's not even real ECW. It's <laughs> WWE ECW. So check that out. It's on our Patreon. That's a five dollar tier. You can get. All the backlog of that. Speaking of backlog, you get all the backlog of the SGHs. And this month, the suggestion thread should be up as of this podcast. Yes. The suggestion thread for this month is all Royal Rumble themed. So we're looking for your suggestions as to what Royal Rumble show uh, we should watch for the month of January. By the way, guys, we already watched the John Cena Batista Royal Rumble, yep. and it was dog shit. And you guys and thank you. got yelled at for that one. So and that was that was a live thing, I think, and we yelled at you <laughs> yeah, live. So that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so don't pick a shitter one. Pick a fucking sweet one for us to fucking. We're do. bringing it. We 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 picked Santa with muscles. That was our pick. So now that it's your time hot. to pick it. We might, you yeah. know, we might watch the Adam Sandler Happy Gilmore two pack if you. Dude, guys, a lot uh, of people have been asking for the. I, I I might not be able to put up a fight anymore. I, I think might have you're gonna. To, get outnumbered but we'll see what they suggest for our rumbles hopefully we'll it's uh it's maybe that'll be one. for april april fool's month we'll do adam sandler <laughs> oh that's awesome i like it <laughs> speaking of uh things that you like tony the daddies of course all of you by now surely by this point have put in nominations and if you haven't it's entirely because of you and not us what uh, are you doing you need to get a nominating right forever. now the Daddies are our Daddies are annual award show. Isn't that crazy? Yes. An, we have an annual award show. Is this That's, the third or fourth? This is the fourth annual Daddies. Uh, okay. 
Yeah, so the Deddies, uh, we, we have the Deddies for the Deadlock podcast as well as the DPW Awards. Uh, we have the both nominations are up for those. You can submit your nominations to that, and then we will curate. I, I keep forgetting that word. Shouts out to James because I always forget that word. Curate uh, all of your nominations, and then we will do a voting round with the most nominated nominees for each category. That is up now. So get over to our Twitter, twitter.com slash deadlockpw. Get to nominations, please. Speaking of DPW, by the way, we just mentioned about the awards. DPW Live! Where's the live? DPW.live this weekend. Our first ever live stream show. Deadlock Pro Wrestling live streamed at DPW.live. Go over, sign up for that son of a bitch. You get to watch it in real time. Live as as it it happens. happens. Not on not a premiere on demand. This is live. January 14th in Concord, North Carolina. We still have tickets available, so if you want to come out to the show Tickets available. Come on out. Hot ticket. Get your ass out there. DPWTix.com. Get them out. We got the main event of Lucky Ollie defending the DPW World's Championship against SB Kento. That match is going to go insane. That is going to be fucking incredible. Of course, also, you have the debuting Noah Hossman, the debuting Eric Royal, uh, and JD Drake all in a triple threat match. Uh, we get a four-way match. Oliver Sawyer, Jay Malachi, Yoya, and Bojack. What That's the, fucked up. <laughs> that is fucked up. Uh, LeBron Cozone taking on Jaden Newman. Uh, SoFly Manny Lowe taking on Alexander Moss. They're continuing uh, their spats that you may have uh, seen yeah. on the last few episodes of DPW Spark. And singles action, Queen Aminata making her debut, as well as the debuting Jada Stone, uh, who was just recently on AW Dark going one-on-one against each other. All of those matches, as well as Lucky versus SP Kento and you never know what else could happen on a DPW show you never never know expect the unexpected expect, with Deadlock yeah, Pro it's, Wrestling it's gonna be crazy you gotta get there you gotta be live and if everything goes well you know you could see more live events I think live yeah. is you know that's one of our most requested things from DPWs when are you guys gonna go live when are you gonna go live well, well this, we are this we is are. it this is it baby we're starting off so the year live dude I yeah. <laughs> I think this about like this is just the beginning of the year. We got like yeah, so this much is January. Th- we got oh, I just want to say don't even know. They I don't just want to say everything. I want to say yeah, everything. I know, I know, Dude, James James was uh, streaming the other day and he he was like ah we got so much stuff cooking. I just want to say it and I feel the same <laughs> way. It's like yeah man, uh, this is incredible. Uh, and like you said, if you can't make it out to the show, DPW Go type that into your phone or whatever or your browser. Anything right now. Sign up. You could also, did you know this, Johnny? You could gift this to your friends. You I f- always forget that. You have I a friend's birthday that. coming up and they, they've never watched DPW. <laughs> you gift Dude, them DPW 100%. on demand at dpw.live. Click that gift button and give them a gift. What's- Dude, a late Christmas gift? <laughs> that I mean, is why awesome. Not? That's like the why best. Why not? It's the gift that keeps on giving. You should definitely get on DPW over is the gift that keeps on giving in 2023, and everyone's going to find that out very soon. DPW.live. And now let's get on with the Patreon shouts outs. If you sign up, brand new members get their names shouted out right here on the podcast. And this week, Tony Pizza Guy is taking the reins. We'll see if I can fuck it up names. as much as I write them down here multiple hopefully, times. Yeah, we'll I was gonna say, hopefully you yell at yourself for fucking putting multiple. <laughs> I can't read, so this would be interesting. <laughs> <All right, laughs> I well, never learned luck. how to read. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> In the $1 tier, we have Omar Torres, Omar. Edward Rogers, you... Joshua Wright. These are all normal. Cooper. This is awesome. William Schuster. Nice. Chris Risk. This is tremendous. I want to bust a nut inside Johnny's mouth and kiss him <laughs> on the lips deadlock style for life. It didn't last long, huh? 
And then there's another one that, that's fitting. Cum is not funny. Do not joke about human seed. <laughs> it is used for reproduction. If you disrespect cum, you disrespect humanity. That guy's spitting cum. <laughs> go crazy, Vaughn. Someti- oh, go crazy. Ah. Sometimes when I'm touching my dick, the cock, you already know the rest. I stop mid-stroke and feel inadequate because I know that. <laughs> Mr. NC. She what? go big on my boss man until I kill the big show's father and feed it to him. <laughs> R E Y. Oh, you know, just changing Chris Benoit's name in WCB Revenge to Toilet Water Drinker and giving him Bret Hart's gear because Josh told me to. Josh? <laughs> Sarah Mills. Malik. Malik. Sarah Malik. Fuck you, Malik. <laughs> Blue Damon Jr. Blue Damon. I heard the Dick the Cock Johnson. You got, come on, Tony. Give it some business. I heard here. that Dick the Cock Johnson shares a bank account with his mother, Sojo Bolt. <laughs> Sojo. Peter Melnick. Peter. El Hero de Dick the Cock Johnson versus Dick. The Cock Johnson Jr. in a mass versus mass match, but the mass are condoms. That's a tremendous idea. In the five dollar tier, we have Tom Haslam, Tom, uh, Nico the Cat, Haruna, Yo. I believe. Yo. Uh, Big Show, sure. Big Show singlet. Nasty. It's Nate ninety eight. Yo, Busky Bird, bro, bro. Uh, this one you can get rid of. <laughs> you skipping and you did it to yourself. <laughs> a repeat, Killer D. All I want for Christmas is the boys to read my 2022 top 52 list of the deadlock subreddit for the daddies. Also, Tony has Wait, what? A, Where's uh, that at? Is that uh, on, the Reddit? on the Reddit? I, th- I don't yeah, know. Shout out, hey, the, the Reddit's been pretty fucking funny lately, by the way. Shout out to the Reddit. Let's check out the Reddit. Go check it out. R slash deadlock BW. Top science and medicine. <laughs> I think day. that's a real like company. Dick. <laughs> that's a, that's like a uh, an ad I get on Facebook. <laughs> Dick, the Dawson's Meaticock Johnson. <laughs> the leader of what? the Deadlockite Lakers Thailand division, John Butt. Oh my. Trevin. Trevin. Mike Moriarty. What tier is this? Uh, Ten dollar tier. We're, there you go. We're just naming them off. Uh, Mike Moriarty. <laughs> Tony does not care. I ain't through Tony with is... you, Dick. Not by a long cock. And that's all I got to say about that, Johnson. The OG Riz Meister clipping, clopping those cheeks, tribal style. Because I got that one plus charisma dress on. <laughs> Josh King. You Justin saying this is tremendous. Jack I don't even want to talk Nat, a.k.a. the woman who fucks Scott Steiner in Shoney's freezer room on March 2015. Wait, what? Is this a story? Dead ass should have always been great. Damn you, Dwayne. Uh, Caesar, deadlock podcast pose down. Uh, DX, I think that's Dante. Uh, The the webmaster. Oh, (laughs) Spider-Man. I'm going to eject my ass with a lethal dose of Tony's ball penis hammer. (laughs) Neil Carl's. Uh, hey Johnny, I still want to bust a nut in your mouth. Yo, leave me the fuck alone, Vader you freak. Van, can you do some for me? Can uh, you hit a little big cock for me? Tony is a father of many. Jumanji True Freak, <laughs> I think. I don't know. Ryan Jumanji. Cohen. Evan NL Dalton, shout out. Uh, Cameron Kirkpatrick. John Blood 316 says, I just licked your ass. Ken okay. Erm. Finger uh, my butt. Finger my butt. Finger no! my butt. I thought for the trap. Get fucked. You say Finger run. Uh, for New Year's, I want to put peanut butter on my dick. The cock. Johnson, <laughs> let my cat lick it off and I bust it at midnight. <laughs> Dylan Parsons, the dark one. Carson Davis. Rock. The cock. Dick. Cock. Johnson. Cock. The rock. Cock. Johnson. <laughs> 
I saw Johnny kissing Santa Claus, Mrs. Claus, Horace Hogan, Amish, orgy style. It was fucked. No, you did not. Guy Gabriel 2. Uh, James Darnell, Rogue Warrior, Demo Dick, the Cock Marciana, the Commander here, be careful of the 08-16-2023 Pity City is coming, bro. Oh my, what? August 16th, 2023? What is happening then? James Thompson, Chris Stoller, KG Studios, David Diaz, Cyborg for Life, Master Chief Boyer, Master Chief Boyer, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> for Life, Pasta Style, Where Were You When Reach Fell, Brother? Uh, sorry, brother. Dick the Cock Johnson voice. <laughs> I am Dick the Cock Johnson. And I shit on my cocky little dick. My husband is dead. I don't want to remarry. I just want dick. Click here to see my posting. <laughs> Jump ball Joe. Tony, you might have to read these every week. You couldn't pay me enough to stick corn out my Johnson along my extra style. What the fuck is wrong with every one of you? I have been reinformed. Uh, I have... Uh, fuck, I cannot talk now. <laughs> I have been... I have... I... <laughs> this sentence is fucked up. <laughs> I have been reformed in... Write the censors 2.0 no longer... Uh, no longer has Dick the Cock Johnson. I'm now Richard the Phallus Joe Hansen. <laughs> oh okay. my god. At. Fuck! I cannot talk. <laughs> At Rondo Dixon R, aka Rondo's not here. Call me Black Snow, Black Snow, Black Snow. Holy fuck. Chris Nason. Uh, Alex Casimir, the the Lion King, Richard Cunnilingus to Metalingus live on Raw. <laughs> nice. I think I'm Lash Larue. <laughs> Danny Schmidt, that one's the best. Johnny Ace, <laughs> Johnny Ace can get me to talk. Wait, Tanaka. Oh yeah, get me to Tonka. I don't know. Robert Pelver. John, Johnny, thank you for the Street Fighter pops. My boys love them, but I need you to get checked because my whore wife has <laughs> Dubai <laughs> let pulse horny tweed. <laughs> what? The Big fuck? Joe 3500. And $15 tier, we have DPW Fire is DPW Fired. Yeah. Adam Hat, <laughs> Leon, Deshanti Lee, Laggy. Ace Valentine, hey, just Ace. one more dick and I'll be history. Yes, I'll straight up eat your cock and you'll <laughs> be the one who's left kissing my Johnson. <laughs> Stefan Lynch, seriously, who's come is in my sock? Guys, guys, guys! <laughs> Connor Walters, cock, Johnson versus balls Mahoney and a no dick all balls match in DPW Super Bowl 69. Confirmed. McMickey... Oh, <laughs> seven. I don't even know anymore. Oh, seven. Liza out. detector. Nice. Do not look up. Who is the deputy assistant secretary for the defense of NCWMD? Worst mistake what? of my. I don't know. I want to look it up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right. Zach. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's Richard C. Johnson. No. <laughs> Dick Cotter <Cox> Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> No fucking way. No fucking way. Zach Johnson, Steve Sargent. His name is Dick Johnson. His middle name's Cock? It's C. Richard C. Johnson. Mason Crabtree. P.S. You should watch Hey Arnold episode. I don't watch this. Johnny writes that down. No! P.S.S. NW 2.0 for life. That's fair. 
TJ McLean, Sam Rail, Adam Hebb. Oh, I already said Adam Hebb. John Bates, whatever. Shout out to Adam again twice. Uh, $12 <laughs> annual, we have David. $120 annual, top five members of the American Male, Scotty Riggs, Scott Hall, The Disciple, There's Wardlow, no, and Honky Tonk Man. None of these fucking guys were, fuck the Honky Tonk Man, no way. <laughs> and still the Patreon champion Woo! at seventy six sixty nine. Chase, Johnny, where the fuck is the end of the Notwinsky season mode, you skank nasty? Whatever the last episode is the end. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> That's it. Hey, oh. thank you, Chase, for being the champion. Tony, thank you for I reading this. got those. a stroke halfway through this. I don't know what's <laughs> and going on. Thank you all for signing up on our Patreon. This, Seriously, you might, be the most, this, this might be the collection of the most fucked up names in history. It's horrible. Ever. It's this horrible. Name. But it's you guys are horrible. crazy. You keep us in business. I thank you guys for yeah, supporting us from the bottom of my heart. Seriously. Please check out our Patreon, guys. Seriously. Check we, it out. we have so much fucking awesome content over on our Patreon. You definitely need to check it out. Like you said, there's like, what'd you say, 150 freaking... Dude. There's 174 oh, podcast episodes, 127, 28 episodes of Watch This, 32 SGHs, 31 Retro Sinks, 30, uh, oh no, there's 12 DPW behind the scenes videos, like millions of hours of shit by this point. Dude, this is insane. That's like Check so much out. content on there. The back catalog is awesome. There's also a hidden gems where we look at Undertaker's cameo page. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. That's right. I, <laughs> I don't know why. That. We watched Bowling for Soup with Alexa Bliss. and we That reacted, was your idea. We reacted to that one. That's a good one. Uh, yes. We, yeah, there's a bunch of shit on Get there. Get on man. over there, please. And, Check uh, it out. And <laughs> say, have a stupid name for the show. Yeah, please. Please. All right, it is time to get into the deadlock draft. Chris Berman here with another deadlock draft. This week on the deadlock draft, Tony and I will be drafting the top five CM Pulse slash James Darnell things. We are going to be drafting James things, uh, things of his, things of himself, things that he owns. We are taking everything from this man uh, because he is not here. Uh, oh, I like that. That's awesome. I yeah. think that's, yeah. that's fantastic. He can't say no. Uh, so uh, if you haven't heard one of these before, uh, just typical draft rules. We're going to go back and forth, uh, take turns. Uh, top five things of James, James things, uh, and we're going to pick them. And uh, Tony is sharing his screen to me right now because we couldn't figure out who was going to go first, and I didn't trust him. So he's going to flip a coin on Google. I'm looking at it, uh, and he's going, uh, am I going to call it on the air or are you calling it? Yeah, you call it. Call it now. You call it now. All right. I am going... Tails. All right. Tails. As I say, tails never fail, so we'll see. Oh. Uh, oh. It tails. was. It was tails. Right. Wow. The, the old adage stays going, true. I'm going to go first here, Tony. All right. You got um, you got James things here. Um, these are things that James may own in real life or not or something or I don't know. We sure. can, uh, we'll see. Well, I'm going to go here, Tony. I'll set the, I'll set the, sta uh, I'll set the stage here, okay. Tony. Um, okay. <laughs> there's a lot of things about James that a lot of people, you know, he's got a lot of incredible qualities. You know, he's a hardworking guy, smart guy, crazy True. son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh -huh. But I think his most valuable asset oh is my, his ass. I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm drafting James's ass. That's so, awesome. That's incredible. Dude, I mean, the guy has a crazy ass. I mean, he's no got one, a great ass. He's got a great ass. Yeah, I mean, big fucking ass on this dude uh, for no fucking reason. Nice sucking Don't know what he's juicy. doing. Thing probably crazy duties with that thing. He must do all uh, the squats, man. He's a big squat 100%, guy. Hundred percent. Oh, dude, yeah, big squat guy. I've seen him do it. He's a crazy son of a bitch. He so goes I, to my, bend over a barbell row as well. I bet you know that's one of his top five compound lifts. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm taking James's ass first. Oh, that's actually. awesome. All right. What that's do you incredible. Got? What, do you, what, what are you taking? Well, I can't believe you mentioned my number one on the list. That's his compound lift. <laughs> You're taking his compound lifts. <laughs> I'm taking James' compound lifts. So plus his lifting ability, him? all of his, his oh, so assets. You, you, you lift what he lifts then. I get his uh, what Ooh. strength, I guess, would be his attribute. Would that be what it is or whatever? His, his attribute. So, like, you were just upping your attribute strength and yes, here comes the yes. pain. So okay. Like 99 overall in strength now. He's a strong bastard. Yes, I'm taking He's a it. strong motherfucker, so you, man. You got uh, the ass, but your ass is probably gone because you can't do those lifts anymore, bro. I, I think it's all. I think it's genetic. I think he he's had that ass that's true. his whole life, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's that's a big boy ass. Uh, oh, but right. his his lifts are, are pretty strong. That's a he's dominant. A he's a dominant right there, yeah. All right, my number two pick here, James's cats. Cats? I'm taking, I'm taking Bulma. Damn. I'm taking Bulma. And I'm taking the other one whose name I forgot that I never see. And yes. I, <laughs> uh, fuck, what's the other one called? You're expecting me to answer this, and I don't. I can't think of it. I fucking was hoping you I would I never know. see that cat ever. I only that see Boma. I've, I've, the only reason uh, I Chi-Chi, saw the cat recently. Chi-Chi, how'd you know that? Is that true? Is that really the cat's name? No, it might be. You might. I think you're right. <laughs> I think so. I think it's Chi. I may be right. If not, if not, Tony, it's my cat now, and it is now Chi Chi. <laughs> I'm just Bulma naming it. Chi-Chi. I don't think it's Chi Chi. Yeah, that's Bulma from, and Vegeta. <laughs> I think Chi Chi is from like I don't even know. Yeah, some no, Adam that's Sandler right. Chi Chi is always sure. it was it was always Chi Chi. I'm taking the cats. I'm a cat lover. I love those cats. Bulma is uh, gang affiliated. For true. Oh uh, yeah, that's my true. My favorite Deadlock employee is Bulma. Um, that's so true. I will be taking his cats. Wow. Well, I'm taking Deadlock. <laughs> that's see, but we all have a part. You're taking his part of Deadlock. Yeah. So his part and my part would. Oh, be... Oh, so you have a majority stake now. Now I have majority stake in all of Deadlock, including DPW, and DPW Fire is still fired. Honestly, way. that doesn't sound too bad to me. <laughs> you can have that. <laughs> I don't know if I want that. <laughs> well, there it is. So I took deadlock for a number. Are you two. gonna fire me, or what? What am I? Or am I? Well, I'll see how this list in? plays out, and then we'll. Oh, uh, you can't have my list. You imagine me That's having not... to do the ECW review by myself? I don't know about that. <laughs> I think I'll keep you, you can. I think I'll keep you, you around for a minute. Fair enough. Uh, all right, I'll, I'm going to take something that he brags about. That I don't I, I know. This might have to be a little story here. Um, that he okay. refuses. He will re- refuses to give this up. I'm taking James Darnell's WWE Supercard Seth Rollins card. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> now this card is a one of one card that James only has from a 2K event. That is and right. He wow. Talks about this ad nauseum. He calls himself Mr. Supercard because of this card. And I just want to have those bragging rights because I wasn't a part of this. Uh, and I feel like he got probably the better deal out of anybody on that because Seth Rollins was pretty hot at that time. So I'm taking his exclusive Seth Rollins Supercard. Wow. Okay. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Wow. Okay. That was my third. What is your third? My third is I'm, I'm going to take something else if James is like you took your oh. Seth Rollins card. <clears throat> okay. I'm taking um all of the, the the crate of the video games that he has in his room that are unopened <laughs> the, the <laughs> <laughs> video game crate uh, of unopened yeah, games yeah the um so oh he has a lot of that it's, th- those are more than just games too i'm pretty sure he has like a 2k tournament trophy yeah all the stuff tub- that's it's in- a t- it's they're, just see- they're clear tubs 
Yeah, the t- uh, the tub are... of all the crate the, <laughs> that has all that stuff that I try to get him to sell every time I'm there. James but... will be. I was just gonna say that James will be upset about that because every time Tony sees these, he tries to open them and says we should sell these. And now that I have them, I am going to pawn them <laughs> off. I'm just gonna give them away on Twitter or something. So you get his 2K tournament trophy then, the King of the Ring or whatever. Yeah, and I'll give that away on Twitter as well. I just want to give it back to the people. <laughs> that is fucking. Wow, that's a pretty good because there's a lot of good stuff in that. For a second, um, I would have got his unopened PS5, but he opened that thing now. So he did open that. He has an unopened Xbox, though. I think. <laughs> yeah, not good on that. <laughs> now we good. Now we good. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Nah, <laughs> you're good, little bro. I don't want that. <laughs> now this is a strong one in Deadlock lore. I think uh, I'm going to take uh, that fucking mop thing that we talked about on the pod for like three. Wow. Months. What was that called? The spin mop. Spin mop. I'm taking, but I'm taking his. Wow. Because okay. it, there's a lot of there's a lot of lore behind that. I think that's like a legendary deadlock item. The spin mop. True. Uh, I'm gonna take James's spin mop. James's uh, spin mop. Wow. Now let's put this into uh, a little, you know, I, a little context here. James, it's not like James is dead. So like he just doesn't have these things anymore. <laughs> that he's is right. Gonna he's gonna be here a- next week, and he's gonna learn. That he no longer owns his cats, his ass, <laughs> his compound lifts. <laughs> his spin mop or his video his game spin, crate. His spin mop or his crates all with all of his video games. You're so this right. is really life-changing shit here for, for James that he That's doesn't know. Good. About uh, you know what? I actually went out and got a spin mop, by the way. I Did never, you? I never mentioned it on the podcast. Yeah, but it was... it's not James's. Like, James is sorry, no, the revolution. Right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And I uh, I also wouldn't want to steal his thunder, you know, so I don't want to overshadow do. him. By, I, I do want by, to steal his. By spinning his mop. But I uh, I got that. I will be spinning his mop. Cool. I'm spinning that mop all fucking day, Tony. I'm spinning it. Yeah, that's a that's a strong one. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Uh, all right, your fourth Pick My fourth time? pick, uh, I'm just going to take his car. I mean, I drive his car every time I'm there anyway. You do so. drive his car, but do you like his You like his car. I, I guess like you drive car. it. Oh, it's got the airplay or the car play with the music and all that. And, you know, we drive, sure. drive his car. It's it, it takes you forever to sync up to it, though. You Dude, have a tough it's time. It's because, like, so the way that it works is, like, if he's in range, I have to, like, kick him off of the range from the yeah. thing because, like, his phone's connected. So I have to, like, somehow kick him off. It's like a whole setup thing. That It's a fucking pain in the ass. It is, it is. But... I'm taking his car. I mean, I drive it when I when we have the deadlock shows because like a bunch of shits in the trunk. So I figured sure. I would just have it anyway. So he doesn't have a car anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that felt more like a person. Like you just did that because you, you wanted to fuck with him. That, no, like, I actually like, just because you don't need his car. Well, I mean, like why not? I need to have another car. <laughs> you need it. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need his video game crate of unopened games. You might but... need that. There might be some <laughs> solid shit in there. You don't but know. But I will take the car, and there it is. I like the car. Let's take the car. All right. My last pick of things from James. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take something that I was very close in my grasp, Pony. You also were in contention for this, and I will be taking it. I'm taking his AEW mobile game tournament championship that he beat me in the first round to get. <laughs> Damn. I will now have the title that, that I fought for that I may or may not have thrown. I definitely didn't. He just beat me. From the AW, what's it? Was it Was it just GM mode? What was that game yeah, called? General manager mode or AW, yeah. something like that. AW yeah. general manager mode. There was a tournament that they did for that game. They put me and James against one another. Elite general manager, the, that's what it's elite called. Elite general manager, yes. The night before the tournament, 
James and I spent five hours trying to figure out the meta of the game. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. It was a crazy night. Uh, and then we faced off in the tournament. James beat me, and then he went on to beat Mastodon, and then he beat Orange Cassidy to win the championship. Uh, not that it means much, but it means a lot to me because I don't like to lose. And now I have the championship. Wow. So really, I didn't lose at all. I feel like I really won in the end here, Tony. That's uh, awesome. So I'm taking that. I'm taking that. I think that's yeah. good. I don't want to take a shitty little cock. That's true. Yeah, you don't want that. What am I going to do with that little thing? What are you going to do with that? <laughs> all right. <laughs> fifth and final pick here, Tony. The fifth and final pick. <laughs> this, I, I would take his house. But I really don't want his whole house. I think that's like a lot, you know. I don't really think that taking his whole house. Because like, what am I going to okay. do with his whole house, really? Give like, it to me. Yeah, I don't know. What I am going to do is I'm going to take the first floor of his house. And uh, oh, and I'm going to sublease it out. <laughs> so he can't come downstairs. He has to take a ladder up <laughs> there. The, ro the rope ladder. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm taking the bottom floor of James's house. <laughs> Dude, that's a solid floor, though. I know. He's I got know. a bathroom down there. He's got a garage He's in there. He's got the washer and dryer down there, too. Washer, dryer laundry. in there, bathroom, He's got garage. a garage, yeah. Uh, great uh, living room. You just don't have, like, a bedroom down there, but you got air mattresses, I guess. So you can Air do... mattress like crazy. You could easily put a... Where that fucking chandelier thing is that everyone bangs their head on, you can just get rid of that. <laughs> I think the first time a... I was in his house, I hit my head, like, four times on that Everyone thing. hits their head on that fucking so thing. So James anymore. only can live in the top floor of his house now. You should have taken the chandelier. I, <laughs> I guess you get it now. It's on I the first get floor. I can get rid of it if I would like. That's true. But, That's yeah, fair. I'm subleasing it out, too, by the way. So oh, if you would like okay. to sublease his bottom floor... I would floor. like to. Okay. So I will sublease the bottom floor of James's house to you. <laughs> you have the fridge and the stove, and I think That's you awesome. have the air fryer also down there. You got. I think I, I think I made out pretty well here. <laughs> yeah, you do. That's I mean, you're good. getting money from me, but you know, I'll take that. Whatever. All right, one dollar so, a month. There it is. So recap here: uh, my top five James things that I drafted from James. James's ass. <laughs> James's cats. James's house. James's WWE Supercard exclusive you Seth Rollins card. Oh, you card, have his bottom floor of his house. That's oh, right. not his house. Yeah, sorry, not his house. I didn't mean to put that. What was the other one? It was... Um, Ass Cats, Supercard. Supercard, the belt. And then what was the other Spin thing? Mop. Fuck. Spin Mop. Yes, Spin Mop. Spin Mop. Yes. His ass, James' ass, James' cats, James' Spin Mop, James' Seth Rollins card, and the uh, AW Games, uh, AW Elite General Manager Tournament Championship. Wow, that's my, pretty my solid. Five. My I'm, five. I'm taking his compound lifts, you know, the entire <laughs> the entire attribute, I guess, of strength. Sure. Would be uh, deadlock. So I have uh, all of deadlock. So I guess I win this segment, by the way. I have the video game, crate, unopened game, crap, <laughs> whatever it is. You never, dude, you could have a million dollars. There might be like a, a million dollar version of Halo in that or something. <laughs> you know, it might actually <laughs> The have. Burger King exclusive Halo disc. I think he has some horror movies or something in there too, maybe. He I probably don't know. does. I got he, his car got a... just because... His car, sure, his car. yeah, not bad. Uh, and that got the bottom floor of his house. <laughs> Which you are subleasing to me, though. Uh, yeah, I sublease to you, but I will park so. the car in the garage. So there it is. Well, there you go. Those are all the things that we have taken from James. <laughs> uh, we will inform James of this uh, very soon. I imagine he finds out pretty soon after the show comes out, but if not, then he'll hear about it when he's back on the yeah, show. Yeah, I will send my lawyer to his house to collect my things. Uh, yeah, shortly. 100%. I would like to, if you don't mind, Tony, I would like to give you James's uh, sickness. So you aren't on the show next week. Thank you. Wow. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, now it's time to get into the retro review for the show. ECW Hardcore TV's final episode from December 30th, 2000. And before we get into the show, let's take a look back at the Observer Notes from around this time. I tried to focus, yeah, Tony, I tried to focus these around ECW because obviously this is last TV show airing. Um, ECW Guilty as Charged is right around the corner, which is their final pay-per-view um, so th- I'm trying to get into a little bit more of talk about, you know, the end of, the, you know, yeah. just before, like, no one knows it's going away yet, but mm. they kind of know. Yeah. Well, we have, uh, I guess I'll wait till you do the Observer stuff to really talk about ECW. Okay. It, it kind of, when we get in the show, we can talk about it as well. I just kind of want to, sure. like, reminisce about, like, you know, the final times of ECW yeah, yeah, kind sure. of stuff. So, yeah, let's see what they got going on. Before we get into any major ECW stuff, though, there's a crazy fucking WCW story here that I don't think I knew about. In WCW news, a series of incidents resulted in three wrestlers walking off the show, Sid Vicious, DDP, and Kevin Nash, all of whom had key roles in the show, resulting in both Nitro and Thunder shows literally being put together on the fly and finishing with a Nitro main event of Jeff Jarrett versus Lance Storm. TV main event before a largely dead crowd. How much of this is and isn't legit is the subject of speculation. Uh, with only a few exceptions, most within the company seem to believe the incidents were legit. The only overriding question mark is because of the timing of certain things, uh, as well as the key involvement in all this of DDP, who has done similar angles in the past, uh, well set up, and in similar ways has always had a fascination with the late Brian Pillman. The chaos started, and this is clearly was not an angle when uh, Sid Vicious had some sort of problem with his role in the show. It isn't clear what the situation was. It is believed that Sid expected the Starcade match to be a double countout, but it did agree to do the job in the end uh, to Scott Steiner and was not complaining about it after the fact. He was more upset about how he was asked, and when he came to the building expecting the double countout, he was given a piece of paper with the instructions for the show listing the actual finish. He was mad that Terry Taylor didn't come up to him specifically about the change uh, and rather just put it on a piece of paper. Uh, the plan was to use the TV since Nitro is off until January 8th due to preemptions uh, to build the show toward a main event on the Sin pay-per-view on January 14th uh, of Scott Steiner defending in a four-way against Rick Steiner, Jarrett, and Sid Vicious. Uh, S- Vicious walked out before the show after hearing what the plans were and later claimed that his arm and shoulder were injured the night before. <laughs> he was he was pulled from all bookings and plans were reworked for the show, which was, he was a focal part of, to now build to a three-way title match on pay-per-view. So at this point, Sid is out of the building. He's fucking gone. He does not like creative, and he's fucking out of here. So after the first live match in his segment, which was set... This is incredible. After a segment uh, that was set up to start with Ric Flair doing an interview talking about the main event and Steiner coming out in response, Steiner asked if he could tweak the segment and go out first. When he did, he cut a promo on DDP. From a fan perspective, it looked as if nothing out of the ordinary, just building for a Steiner-DDP match as a TV main event. But backstage, everyone knew Steiner was going to go against the script of the show once again. And when he said that Paige didn't have the balls to fight him and talked about Paige needing a sex change operation, everyone in the dressing room started looking at Paige. Paige got up in front of everyone and basically said something to the effect of that, enough is enough, and stormed downstairs. When Steiner came through the curtain, they got into an argument, DDP threw a punch, or tried to simply sucker punch him. 
uh, depending on the version of the story you choose to believe. Either way, it wasn't a good enough punch <laughs> because Steiner recovered, took Paige down with a bear hug suplex-like move, and was putting a terrible hurting on him for a full minute with DDP helpless on his back. It took seven people nearly the whole minute before they could even budge Steiner, and it was said to be a scary scene as he had a death-like grip on DDP. They were pulled apart and started swearing at each other. In the fight, Paige's face was all cut up and bleeding with a deep scratch mark all around his eye and his face puffy and bloody. Steiner was going for his eye as he was pulled off. Uh, in the fracas, Steiner injured his ankle and also had swelling above the eye from the punch, but he was able to go out and do a scheduled promo and show closing angle, plus wrestle Cat in the Thunder main event. So that's fucking... I did you Do you remember anything about this? I don't remember that. I'm looking at like a review of this. Yeah. And I see, let's see here. Scott Steiner makes fun of DDP's catchphrase and wants him to go down to the Bush League. Scott Steiner calls out <laughs> Ric Flair. Uh, Steiner rags on Ric Flair by calling Maverick. Talks about Ric Flair would squeak out victories during his heyday. Wants DDP <laughs> to get a sex change so he can gain yeah. balls to face him. Uh, Steiner rants more. And then Flair comes out, uh, talks some shit. Uh, they said there's going to be like a mystery opponent or something i think it was supposed to be rick steiner or something or eventually or i don't know maybe it was supposed to be sid and they changed it there so yeah fucking they shoot fought steiner almost kills ddp uh when it was over page walked out of the building saying words to the effect of i'm out of here fuck this place kevin nash surprising to some uh because he generally was one of the people who made fun of ddp because ddp takes himself in the business so seriously left with ddp causing more holes in the show since they were also to be doing an angle with the natural born thrillers uh before page left steiner had some few parting words for him largely about ddp's wife uh page and nash told people on the way out they weren't coming back until there was new ownership wow yeah fuck i like and this is i mean obviously wcw is also close to the end here because uh, you know we're at the end of 2000, so 2001 is when it you know goes away. It's pretty. So soon, who? Like, what, so April? who'd you say walked out again? Sorry, it was it was DDP and Nash, Nash. that walk out. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Steiner didn't walk out. I was thinking you said Steiner, Steiner. No, Steiner was there. Steiner like wrestles Cat in the main event of Thunder. Yeah, Steiner helps Jared or something win or yeah, they do something yeah, at the yeah, end. Exactly. But yeah, okay, yeah. wow. And that was the last one of the year, and they couldn't follow up till January, which is crazy. Ex- like yeah, it was the last night, right? Exactly, because <laughs> the rest were preempted, so they fucked up like a ton of fucking angles because Scott Steiner went out and did a shoot promo on DDP. That's fantastic! Holy. <laughs> that, fucking Scott Steiner is like Scott Steiner is so pro wrestling. Like, I don't know if there's anybody that even comes close to that fucking dude he is like especially this era scott steiner like wcw untouchable scott steiner i mean obviously in wwe he was also kind of like doing what he wanted but you know there's only so much you can get away with i feel like scott steiner was tenured in wcw so he could just fucking get away yeah with he did whatever and like the thing with the like maybe i didn't believe it as a kid that it was like unscripted because like it was like Vince Russo era and they were doing like a bunch of like fake unscripted stuff, you know, remember right. that? So like, yeah. Oh yeah. Work shoot show. That's what they were saying. They were like, Meltzer is even like not sure. Cause you know, fucking a lot of work shoot stuff and DDP was a big Pillman mark. So he like, you know, could have been a work work, you know? And, uh, but I, I, I don't, I imagine it wasn't, uh, cause that. Seemed, no. You know, yeah. This is definitely like from all that I hear now about Scott Center, I'm like everything he did in WCW was legit. <laughs> Was a shoot? Yeah, like all the shoot, all the promos he cut on like Ric Flair's old saggy balls oh or whatever. And, and, uh, you're crooked. Get the teeth. <laughs> all that was just shoot, and he didn't tell anybody what was gonna happen before. So That's Rick, insane. Rick Flair's or Ric Flair, Scott Steiner's awesome, dude. He was crazy. 
He's nuts. Uh, in ECW news here, we got a lot of ECW stuff here. The news wasn't much brighter for ECW on a much smaller scale this past week. Uh, short, short term, once again, the paychecks didn't come, and a horrible sign was the November 15th house show at the former Madhouse of Extreme, the Elks Lodge in Queens. Uh, while it sold out, the 800 seats failed to overflow with standing room as it usually did in the past with tickets jacked up to $40 and $60. At this point, many of the wrestlers are close to being in a panic. Others were said not to be since technically paychecks weren't due for this pay period until next week, but they are seven weeks behind. Uh, if they don't come by the end of the coming week before Christmas, a lot of people will start to worry, particularly since the idea of this show was to raise needed revenue. So things are not looking great. But at this point, they're like nobody like even here in December, nobody's like, oh, this is like done. There's, but there's definitely questions being raised, like yeah, why there's whenever, only a couple uh, of dates. Maybe on you hear like, like those DVDs with the ECW guys and stuff. Yeah, you, they they always say, well, it was never like we never thought it was gonna end. Like, yeah, how could yeah, it yeah. end? Uh, and more ECW news. New Jack situation is up in the air right now because he's telling everyone he's through with wrestling for good, partially over the money problems and partially over the stress of the business. Heyman didn't want him on the next two shows, and he didn't book him for the Queen show because of an alleged problem with the State of the Light Commission stemming from the pay-per-view and something with a daughter of the commissioner, which Jack denied. I don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> Heyman thought to defuse the problem. It was better for everyone concerned if New Jack didn't show up for the show and came uh, to just shoot promos afterwards. He came to the show anyway. Uh, Heyman also didn't want him in Philadelphia as a punishment for working an ECW arena show for Jersey All Pro Wrestling. Uh, during an argument with Heyman, and this was well before the incident that took place later in the evening, New Jack told Heyman he was quitting the business, which is where that story came from, which at the time people thought was simply something said in an argument, although at press time he still says he's through. So 2000 New Jack is saying he's done, but he wrestles for... He wrestles up until he fucking dies. Yeah, I'm you're pretty right. sure. Yeah. yeah, right. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he like even at least I don't know if he wrestled in, during like pandemic, but he definitely wrestled like uh, a year or two before that because I remember he did something with like Tremont in Jersey. Uh, yeah, uh, ECW is producing a new video game for Acclaim, <laughs> which obviously does not happen and turns into the. I'm pretty sure it's the Legends of Wrestling games. Oh, yeah, it was. It was the same yeah, engine and so. everything. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's uh, where that goes. So uh, I'm pretty sure the first... Because, you know, there's some ECW guys in the first Legend of Wrestling. I'm pretty sure RVD and Sabu are in it. I, unless I'm mistaken, I'm pretty sure that's what it was, though. It was supposed to be um, it was supposed to be the, the ECW game, that Legends of Wrestling game. Which, I mean, you know, uh, how much of those games did you play? You play much of the Legends of Wrestling? Uh, I think I played the first one, and then I was like, oh, this one's not very good, so I won't play the other one. Yeah, there's... Three, I think, right? One, two, and Showdown, I think is what it is. Um, yeah, I think so. You know, they're okay. Uh, you know, they have like a, st- a story mode thing that's not like horrible. It's just the control scheme is kind of weird, but you know, they're they're uh, cute little wrestling games. They're not horrible by any means. They're just a little clunky. Mm-hmm. Clunky is probably the best way I could fucking put them. Oh, by the way, uh, yes. Uh, just I was looking at like the ECW game, and I just found out. Uh, that Rockstar almost made an ECW game in 2000? I did hear about that. Yeah, I, I, I feel like Tommy Dreamer was fucking talking about that recently. That like Rockstar was like making a pitch to do like a wrestling game. I don't know if... I, I guess it was with ECW, which I can't fucking think of how that would have went. They said... Uh, there's Kevin Gill is talking... Oh, because Kevin Gill had a lot of involvement in... He was, like, doing a lot of video game he stuff. Said, he said, I actually put together a deal for Rockstar Games to do ECW video game. I had put together a deal where Paul Heyman had a series of meetings, and one weekend I rented a van and brought the whole Rockstar team, like, 15-passenger van, and brought everyone Holy to the shit. ECW arena in Philly to see it in person. Uh, wow. I think that was in, like, 98 or something. 
Because Kevin Gill uh, was heavily involved in the backyard wrestling games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one thing I, I fucking... God, I mean, I, I probably would have been happy if the Legend of Wrestling games was an ECW game. Like, I, mm-hmm. I fucking hated the ECW games. Yeah, I fucking too. That fucking Acclaim I hated engine. the whole Acclaim engine. Uh, they were all... all the, oh, I hate the Acclaim games. I fucking hate... Johnny Yuma loves the Acclaim games. Johnny Yuma is fucking wrong. <laughs> Those games fucking suck. I remember I used to, like, <laughs> playing them, and I thought they were cool at the time, but then, like... You know, no mercy, revenge, all that stuff came like, out, and War, it was like way. Warzone, bitter. I'll give a pass to because Warzone, I think, was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Attitude, I fucking thought sucked. I fucking. You know hated what I liked in Attitude? Attitude was like create a pay per view and create an arena thing. I thought that yeah. was pretty cool. Doing sure, that I kind mean, of stuff. I, every shitty game has its positives. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, yeah, fuck, man. If there was, yeah, like if there was just an ECW game that wasn't on that engine, that'd been fucking sweet, especially like all the hardcore shit. I'm sure they could have did a lot of cool stuff. Like I wish there was a reality where we had, you know, WCW, WWF and ECW all on that fucking Aki engine. Oh yeah. That would have been incredible. Oh my God. That would have been so fucking sick. Incredible. Uh, but yeah, back to this ECW game thing. So basically dreamer claims that they were waiting to see if GTA would be a success which doesn't sound That's, right at all. Kevin they were Gil- really what? Yeah, uh, Kevin Gill claims it was because they weren't sure of ECW's longevity. Like they weren't that sure that probably he, makes yeah, more yeah, sense. Yeah, <laughs> Tommy Dreamer saying that Rockstar wasn't sure if Grand Theft Auto was going to be a hit. Yeah, I'm sure. Because <laughs> when does Grand, when does GTA One come out? It's 97, November 28, yeah. 97. I when did GTA I guess... Three come out? GTA Three is like 2001. 2000. Yeah, no way, GTA man. 2 was, GTA 2 was 99, and then they did yeah, like no the- Yeah, no way. Tommy Dreamer, they were waiting for- I mean, I guess it could, but like, no fucking way, dude. I guess, no you know, way. I guess Grand Theft Auto 1 might have not been like a crazy IP for them back in the day. No, but like, I don't know, man. I mean, maybe in hindsight, looking at it, that's funny to say, but maybe at the time- Sure, was, yeah, I guess, yeah. Because- But like, of that, but like, how, why is that the one? Like, Rockstar had other games- yeah, if that was true, that's hilarious. But yeah, that would have been a crazy thing that they were yeah, just waiting to see cool. Rockstar. I guess there was like a bidding war as I'm going. They were claiming. I sure. don't know. I mean, ECW would have lined up pretty well with GTA. That actually probably wouldn't fun as hell. Yeah, and if, if they would have like that engine or whatever. That would be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> holy fuck. Wow. Uh, luckily, nobody understands Spanish version of ECW. Uh, Tajiri, in doing a promo on Hardcore TV a few weeks ago about Super Crazy, said the English equivalent of fucking Mexican fuck your mother because you are a man who knows that your wife is fucking someone else and you act like you don't know so you won't lose her <laughs> <laughs> what in the hell <laughs> that is Tajiri talking of course uh, and in WCW news uh, more uh, the only person left on the book I just put this in here so I could be angry about it oh, yeah. the only person left on the booking committee who liked that the, the that 70s guy gimmick for Mike Awesome was Ed Ferrara who was the head of head writer of the show. Everyone else was in agreement that he needed to get out of it. A lot of people are talking now that Ferrara, a disciple of Russo, is responsible for the most most of the bad ideas they've broken down. Uh, the feeling is that Ferrara is very good at putting together scripts and formats with his background writing real television comedy, uh, but that his wrestling knowledge isn't there. So, mm. Ed Ferrara, you are a fuck. You are a fuck bastard. You fuck keeping Mike Awesome with his dog shit fucking <laughs> gimmick, man. Listen... Yes, it is funny. Sad Sammy's gimmick is funny. It's funny for somebody fucking else. It doesn't have to be Mike Awesome. God damn it, man. Bro. Mike Awesome should have been killing everybody on that goddamn show. That's, I'm so pissed yeah, off to this day. Fuck. 
Now we, it's like, fuck Ed Ferrara now. All the things that they said, oh, that was a Russo thing. It's probably an Ed Ferrara thing, actually. <laughs> now they, Yeah, pro um, honestly, probably, yeah, yeah, exactly. They probably should have, uh, well, not to say that he, Vince Russo didn't have his faults, but uh, they definitely, a lot of the shittier ideas in WCW were Ed Ferrara ideas. Like the comedy stuff was all Ed Ferrara yeah. bullshit. Like the pinata stuff and all that was probably all Ed yeah. Ferrara. So, wow, fuck you, man. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, I also have some for the one after this, but I'm gonna save that for the end because it's more about kind of the the MS like the the stuff with the TV channel. Right as so this is like what is this a week after the show airs? Um, and ECW News citing a number of factors, including the enormous pressure he's been under over the past year, the large company debt, and what he sees as the future landscape of the business. Paul Heyman said he was in serious negotiations to sell either a majority share or all of ECW. Uh, Heyman, who said his views have changed greatly over the past three months, said that he's recognized the company at the size it is, uh, or even the shape it was, couldn't survive the rapidly changing pro wrestling landscape, saying it's the world of big boys and the independent operator simply can't compete. Heyman, 35, uh, said he would be receptive to walking away from the business if the right offer came, saying the offer uh, would have to guarantee a major cable clearance, clear up the company debt, which is at between $4 million and $6.5 million, depending upon how one wants to figure it, and also said the company has $2 million in accounts receivable, much of it being pay-per-view money from in-demand that is yet to arrive for the show's already completed. The situation with ECW and the MSG Network is unclear at press time. ECW is not listed in several TV listings in the New York area for MSG Network on January 6th in its regular 1 a.m. time slot, which I do remember because Philly also showed it at 1 a.m. on, I'm pretty sure it was on Fridays. Uh, I don't know if 1 6 was a Friday here, but I remember watching ECW real late on Fridays. Uh, which would be the go-home show before the pay-per-view. Important not only because the show is in New York, but because New York is the company's key TV market. According to Paul Heyman, it is going to air. He said that ECW, which exists on the station as paid programming, believed to be costing ECW more than $4,000 per week, just agreed to send payment in two weeks ago, and was late in agreeing to renew because of financial problems, so it wasn't being listed as airing in schedules sent out by MSG. However, as late as January 2nd, two different spokespeople from MSG Network said that the show was canceled because a deal hasn't been made, but it was indicated the door wasn't closed on such deal. They are not on unless they're working on getting on without my knowledge, said Scott Finley of MSG Network programming. As of right now, they are not on the schedule. So there very well could be an episode or two of ECW Hardcore TV that didn't air, but was made. They probably have it in the vault at WWE somewhere. That would be, I would, like, I would love, I mean, because like, I imagine it's nothing like crazy, like, it's probably just, you know, the rest of the tapings that they did there, but that's just, like, super interesting that there's, like, two shows that have, like, you know, maybe, like, six matches that just doesn't exist, like, no one has fucking seen this, unless you went to the show. Yeah. I wonder, like, if we can find, like, the taping, like, results from that, like, set. And see like what was left. Oh off. yeah, you're right. Because right. then you could probably figure out what they would put on the show. Yeah. What What was the date on that? Did you say? Uh, it was supposed to air on January sixth, um, but I don't know when. The, like the ta this episode aired December thirtieth. Uh, it was in New York, so I don't know. There might have been like, because I imagine they taped a decent amount at one time over a weekend, right? Uh, here, uh, guilty as charged. I see that that was January. That's the pay per view. January seventh. So they taped it on January. Oh, it was supposed to air on January. It was 6th. supposed to air January sixth. Oh, yeah. like right before. It never the night before. Never aired. It didn't air. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a small. There's a few things about ECW. Uh, from the week after the last one I read that I will uh read uh at the end here. So let's get into the review. Ooh, EC dub, EC dub, EC dub, EC dub, EC dub. All right, here we go. ECW Hardcore TV final episode, December 30th, 
2000. We start off hot here. James would have loved this. Danny Doring and Roadkill coming out. Chickens. The East Chickens. The ECW Tag Team Champions. Uh, Joey Styles intros the show here, putting over the champs coming out. And we go immediately backstage uh, where we see Cyrus sitting back there. Yes. Before and, uh, uh, before you get in this, this is a trick sure. they used to do in ECW all the time. It started with a match, and then it goes to like a backstage segment, and then it comes back to the match, and it's like, what the hell's going on? But I figured out what they do is they have to cut time for TV, you know? So they that's yeah. So they, they just cut out the entrances. They and cut like, in this like backstage segment thing here, sure. Which I guess it's shorter than yeah, right. yeah. So it's kind of confusing when you, well here it made sense, but other times it's very confusing. It's but, jarring sometimes. Yeah, because yeah, you're like, what the hell's going on? I thought we were watching this match, but yeah. So Jer- Jerry Lynn comes in the locker room and says, "Simply the best, Jerry Lynn." <laughs> Cyrus says, no, he doesn't. He doesn't <laughs> do any of that here. He's nerdy, Cyrus, Jerry Lynn. Cyrus, that's right. That's gonna put you over the top because uh, Jerry Lynn's gimmick now is he's a grizzled ECW vet, and Cyrus wants his gimmick to be simply the best. Simply the best. Uh, he says, "Young man, he, Cyrus is sitting there, and there's just a random kid." They never explain who this fucking kid is or why he's there or what. He's sitting there next to Cyrus, and Cyrus turns on me and says, Young man, tell Jerry Lynn who's your favorite wrestler. And the kid says, Rob Van Dam. And Jerry Lynn, Jerry starts flipping. He says, what the fuck? (laughs) Legit says, what the fuck? He does. What the fuck? He says, he's not here anymore. He left. I stayed. I beat that guy twice, and I can't get any fucking respect anymore. He's screaming this in front of this fucking kid. That's (laughs) incredible. Cyrus says, uh, so Jerry flips out. He leaves the room, uh, and Cyrus turns to Kenny and says, oh, good luck. Uh, good, good job, young man. I appreciate that. And he gives him money. He says, go buy some candy. So Cyrus is trying to intentionally piss off Jerry Lynn. Was RVD like the network's guy? Was that a thing? Is that how that worked? Jerry out? Lynn was the network's guy. Oh, he was a network guy, but he's trying to piss yeah, him RVD, off. Yeah, RVD was against the network. Yeah. Okay. He was trying to hype him up. You know what okay. I mean? Like get him like angry. Get him angry. So he would, okay. Yeah. Because he's wrestling later. So he's trying to get under his skin. You got it. I get it. So we go back to the ring. Danny Doring and Roadkill defending the ECW tag team titles against the Baldies, the Baldies, uh, DeVito and Angel. Can you explain the Baldies to me? I'm, well, they I'm are very from ke- the. They are from the street, of course, uh, and they're bald. <laughs> That's it. All right. The, <laughs> the Baldies. They're a fucking gang, man. What do you want? They're Baldies. You know, throw it up for the Baldies, you know? The Mr. Clean rub your head taunt. That's the Baldies taunt. <laughs> I don't know Baldies. anything about the Baldies. Otherwise, they're bald. That's all I know about them. And I never what really... What more do you need to know? They're they, street gang, then they're bald. They were only like a 99, right? They were like a 99 ECW thing. Yeah, they? 99 to the end. Yeah, it was... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, um. Okay. It, yeah, it was... Vito was in the Baldies at one point. Yes, WCW Vito. Yeah. Um, Vic Grimes was in there. He was. That's more. I. I always see Vic Grimes as more like an XPW guy, but that's you know. Um. Yeah. The Baldies. Yeah. They're fucking. Bald Angel. Hell, Angel man. was like a Midwest indie guy too. I think he's from. The Is Midwest that right? Somewhere. I think he was on like a couple of shows around this area. In Angel would always bleed like a motherfucker. That's why I loved him. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and uh, Devito would always come out with the mini cigar, <laughs> like or not mini cigar, but it was like at the very end of a cigar. I don't know what the name for it is. Um, this is at the Madhouse of Extreme, right? This yeah, place? that's what they call it, the Madhouse of yeah, Extreme. which is a fucking cool fucking name uh, for a spot. I like that a lot. Yeah, um, that's cool. I'm pretty sure it's the Elks Lodge, though, right, is what it actually is, like an Elks Lodge in New York? Yeah, uh, I think it's like, they don't call it, uh, I know that like ROH called it the Elks Lodge or whatever, yeah, but they right. didn't call it Elks Lodge here, no. Uh, they also use like a Fire Pro camera angle. Uh, at these yeah, shows, which I, I was going to say was that. Awesome. Their, their hard cam is like 
caddy corner, like in one of the corners from top down from one of the balconies. It's kind of a weird yeah, it's, angle. Yeah, it's but. on a balcony, and it's legit just fire pro angle. It's awesome. And, like, anybody, like, I remember vividly, I think that they had in the intro for a while, it was, like, just incredible Landstorm doing their pose, like, towards it. Mm -hmm. I always thought that was cool, like, hard cam. Yeah, it is cool. You got to face yeah. a corner. Uh, so, yeah, back and forth we go here. Uh, the Baldies do a fucking double spine buster to Doring and double crab them. Uh, Roadkill makes the save. DeVito hits Doring with, like, a fucking weird suplex that lands Doring face first <laughs> that I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. A it's weird. Like, if you go back and watch ECW's, um, any really ECW show from like any time, really, um, the referee cadence of their pins is super fucking fast. Yeah, it always like, was fast. Even like... Uh like, when you knew the match was going to end, it was, like, really fast, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, uh, that must have been, like, a Paul, like, directive, right? Like, make these pins fucking fast because I guess it gives you less time to think about the pin if, like, as a fan, if it's, like, super fast. You think, oh, it's going to be fucking over. One, two, oh, fuck. You know, you don't get a lot of yeah, time Yeah, but to I imagine that could cause them, like, issues with the wrestlers. I imagine they fucked a lot of finishes. Especially with, like, this. Japanese wrestlers who aren't used to that at all. I mean, I think we watched an ECW where they brought in a Japanese ref. Yeah, it was uh, the um, Michinoku Pro six-man. Yeah, so, but if they had other people that weren't, the ref count would be kind of confusing, but I, I understand yeah. what they were doing. But yeah, I never noticed that until you mentioned it right now. super interesting, though. Yeah, yeah. So there's a big We Want Chickens chant, of course. <laughs> Uh, they're advertising January seventh, uh, guilty as charged, their last pay per view. Just which is it's just so weird. Like even here, they don't know. They just don't know it's done. Yeah, it, it's like crazy. Like Nitro, they knew. Mm -hmm. You know, like they had a final Nitro. Like here, like ECW never like, which is maybe why there was so many reunion shows. Maybe that's really what it is. WCW didn't get a reunion show because they had a send off. ECW's had four hundred reunion shows because there never was a real send off. Yeah, even the, yeah, I guess w, they kind of were hopeful that it was WCW was still going to go on because WWF was like sure. taking yeah, it yeah. over. So they, it was like they if they would have done it similar, we're like okay, we're selling to WWE. Maybe you know something's going to happen. They could have done yeah. a little send off, but I don't even think Paul Heyman really knew it was going to happen. He's like, yeah, Tommy, you could probably just do it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he was, it off on him. Yeah, I think he was still trying to figure out like how can I? Because I think in the Observer, you were talking about how he's trying to get out of. The, all the debt and stuff and it, sure. he'll sell it and get out of the business. If someone could take away the debt or whatever. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you have post observers on that, but I feel like they ended up getting their debt excused with WWE or whatever. I don't I, Yeah. Do I think it. that's kind of what happened. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Like, so, I think Paul also like the, I, th I think 90 days after a bounce check, like uh, it doesn't like go on the person whose check it bounced on. Like so, there was some weird thing. Like if you watch the Paul, I mean, Paul Heyman documentary, he talks about it. Um, but yeah, I, I just, it, it's so weird to like, just gone here. And uh, I wonder how, like if there was, like, you know how, like I said, there was Nitro had their final show. I wonder yeah. how in like an ECW goodbye show at this time, knowing that it was WWE that bought it, like how the crowd would have been. Like, would they have been just like, fuck you the whole night? Oh, <laughs> like, like, how could you fucking if, buy? How could you sell out? Everyone gets a you sold out chance. Dude, imagine if, like, 
Three the, hours of you sold out, pussy. <laughs> they're in the fucking Elks Lodge or whatever. The may, what do they call this place? The mayhem of the madhouse, madhouse of extreme. extreme. And fucking Shane McMahon walks out and he says the name does say McMahon. No, Stephanie, of course. Oh, Stephanie, Stephanie with the hat. With the hat. It does say McMahon. They would on definitely the call her a slut. She didn't even do anything. She just owns the company. Slut, slut, slut. Oh, what the? And fuck? she'll say, "Well, I feel like at home again. Everyone calls me a slut." <laughs> That would have been. I wish that would have. I wish we would have got that final real ECW show. That would have um, been incredible. But yeah, they were saying here that the winners of this match would defend the tag titles at Guilty as Charged. So they don't really right, know. Yes, they don't really know. They still. Hey, we got a lot. We got a pay per view coming. We don't up. know. What, we don't know what the card is. It's a week away. <laughs> let's let's promote this. We got a pay per view. We'll see what happens. Uh, so uh, Roadkill gets tagged in the big angry Amish chicken plugger. <laughs> Did you say that? I read that angry Amish chicken plugger. I still don't know what that means, but all right. You know he's chicken plucker, bro. He, Loves to plug chickens in their ass. I don't ass. know why I wrote this down. <laughs> what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> I wrote this down. They did a move called the bareback, and I don't know what that That's was. That's their finish. The bareback. Okay, I don't know. The bareback. Yeah, I'll get to that. Uh, side, uh, so Roadkill hits a side slam in the TKO. His TKO is called, of course, the barn burner, Tony. Yes, it is. Uh, then the, the baldies do the Bronx bomb, which is a sit-out rock bottom. Okay. Uh, Joey Styles is like... Probably a big reason why a lot of these fucking guys these days have 400 moves for their names for their moves, or it's the video games that do it because all those have fucking a million names. Yeah, for you're moves right. Too. You're right. I know it was the video games for me. I would always like look at the move names. And yeah, stuff. me too. 100%. I, always, but, I still call shit like that. Yeah. Joey Styles called every move, and every move had a name. And Yeah, the yeah. barn burner. Ah, <laughs> the Bronx bomb. Uh, so they do a double flapjack to roadkill as that damn crooked referee Danny Daniels gets in because it was a ref bump uh, earlier. Crooked referee Danny Daniels comes out here, and the referee is distracting himself as DeVito throws chairs into the ring. They fucking double chokeslam roadkill through two chairs, which is awesome. I was like, holy fuck, he dies on that. The high times? Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess it was high (laughs) times. You're right, yeah. Uh, Joey Styles, I'm surprised didn't call it that. Uh, The ref goes for the count. One... Two and then music plays and I'm like I didn't fucking hear what the song was until Joey Styles uh, until it shows him and then Joey Styles yells it's Taz. Holy! <laughs> now Taz is super in WWE at this point. He already wrestled Kurt Angle. He's and stuff, a year didn't he? in. Yeah, yeah. He he showed up in January of this year, so it's December. So he's. He's he's uh, he's also come back and won the ECW title since then as well. <laughs> so. Which you know now I think about it. Because like WWE had a good relationship with them, and they sent the Dudleys back on this taping too, and they said they did a ton of shit together. And they sent they sent Taz back. Were they yeah. like? Do you think Paul Heyman was like, "Hey man, I think we're gonna go out of business. Uh, could, you know, what could you do to help boost our like soup it up a little at the end? Yeah, here? yeah. and he's like, "Oh, Maybe. well, I'll send Taz and the Dudleys back." Well, I think you know because I'm pretty sure it was said. I don't know if Vince said it. I, it's one of the documentaries. Like WWF had a like vested interest in ECW staying alive just because you know they got fucking talent from them and shit like that so i imagine you know it was probably something to do with that yeah no oh, that's crazy so taz gets in the ring fucking referee danny daniels goes after him taz puts him in the goddamn <laughs> crowd is losing their mind roadkill hits a double springboard clothesline on the baldies <laughs> which is and then of course they hit the buggy bang which i had to explain to deb she was like why is it the buggy bang well i said well that guy rides horse and buggy and that guy rides 
Bang. <laughs> he rides women, of course. So Buggy Bang, of course. Uh, Danny Dorgan Roadkill get the win, retain the titles, um, and then Taz gets on the mic. Was that Huge. the leg drop wheelbarrow thing? Is that what you're yeah, about? wheelbarrow into leg drop, which yeah. is a very cool fucking move. Someone that just feel cool, it. Yeah. Taz gets on the mic. Uh, he's in the black jacket and orange glasses. Taz says, in the words of good old JR. Hold on, hold on, business. hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh? I need you to do this as good old JR. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, you're right. Okay. In the words of good old JR. Sure. Business just picked fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down. Johnny JR impression. <laughs> yeah, business just picked fucking up. That's what Taz says. Man, JR says. Says that AEW. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Chuck Taylor's here. Business is fucking picked up. That's what I, that's DPW's motto for 2023. Business just picked fucking up. Tess is well. You see, uh, I'm sure everyone is aware of it. He just puts over Roadkill and Doring. Big fucking time here, man. He says he had a privilege four years ago, along with Perry Saturn of the train Dorgan Roadkill. Uh, he says they beat the. He says I beat the shit out of these two for two years. <laughs> He remembers that they faced the Dudleys and the Dudleys are in the house. And I was like, oh shit, okay, Dudleys are on this episode. That's cool, but it doesn't really turn out to be the way that I was hoping I think to see on the, the Dudleys. they episode or they're on the next episode or something like I think that. It, in theory, I, I think it was meant to be the next one, but I'm not sure. Um, okay. Puts over Doring for, uh, he puts over Roadkill for getting hurt uh, on a powerbomb and then wrestling two weeks later. Puts over Doring for wrestling uh, through his mom passing away. Again, just like, the and the crowd is eating this all fucking up, man. And Taz says, that's Roadkill. That's Doring. <laughs> They're these to be tag champs. Beat them if you can. Survive if they let you. Just pretty fucking, pretty fucking big segment for these guys, man. Like really giving them the rub. Uh, to I mean, they were already over too as an act. Like especially Roadkill. Roadkill was super fucking. Yeah, roadkill. but you you had to believe like, all right, we gotta because like the Dudleys were like the biggest thing for them as a. The tag, Dudleys are the guys. Like their tag gone. team division. Yeah, so you had to. Definitely give a big rub to these guys. When did the Dud- Dudleys left in like '99, right? Yeah, they were gone because they were in the video games and stuff. Yeah, in August '99 they fuck. That's right, they're in SmackDown One. Yeah, yeah, August '99 they show up, so they've been gone, you know, for a minute here. So, but they're still, you know, super fucking over. Um, up next, we have Easy Money and Julio Dinero, known as Hot Commodity, with Electra uh, taking on Nova and Balls Mahoney. And the winners will face the tag champions at uh, Guilty as Charged. So Nova and Balls Mahoney is a fucking team. Mm-hmm. Is strange. Not I don't remember that at all. And I'm I love fucking ECW. I don't for some reason I guess maybe I just wasn't paying attention at the end of ECW year. But I don't fucking remember Nova and Balls being a team. I don't know that they were really a were they really a team? Were they just two guys they put together because they really didn't have anything going on? Probably both. I mean, you know, ECW did like a lot of a bunch of those. Like, I mean, you, you had know. the blue guy still hanging out somewhere, but he wasn't. I BWO'd fucking out, can't right? wait to talk about the blue guy. <laughs> we go backstage. Francine is yelling. Uh, she's in the parking lot yelling at Just Incredible, who just pulled up in his van. This does not look like his van. I imagine this is not his van. <laughs> no, probably Francine not. says, where the fuck have you been? She is the most Philly fucking woman ever, by the way. She's the most angry woman on the show. She fucking <laughs> hates anything that Just Incredible does, by the way. He's she, a piece of shit. She fucking hates this bald bastard. <laughs> I hate Just Incredible. He's not the champion. He fucking sucks. Win the belt. Quit talking about it and win the fucking belt. That's what she's telling him. And she walks away saying, I should have went with Steve Carino when I had the chance, and I thought that was pretty big. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, and Just Incredible says, Jesus, I thought she'd never leave. And he, he, uh, the camera zooms in, and he lifts up a blanket, and underneath is Jasmine St. Clair, who is dating the Blue Meanie at the time here. Oh, my. 
And she is sucking his cock, Tony. Well, no, she's checking out the gear shift. It hasn't been moving in and out like it should have. Oh, right. I thought she was sucking on his cock, Tony. That's what they say. Wow. Oh, okay. I see. Well, Joel Grinder goes Clinton. crazy for like five minutes with all these <laughs> Dude, innuendos. Dude, stop talking about it. I know. This gear is hard and it will not shift and it's been moving in and out like it should have. And the knob is all wet and all. I don't even know what the fuck he says. He's going crazy. Well, Jasmine St. Clair says, nag, nag, nag. That's all she does. Why are you even with her? And she's not sucking on his cock, according to the town. She's not. She's fixing okay. the gear shift or something, yeah. Also, Just Incredible showing up late. What is up with these fucking wrestlers? He just shows... He, he's, he's not scheduled. What so is he... up with bald wrestlers <laughs> showing up late? <laughs> Fast Stone Cold always fucking does it. Just Incredible's oh, doing it. Yeah. What is up with these bald wrestlers? Fucking Just Incredible. Uh, Just Incredible is in his van talking to Francine. He says, listen, I got a game plan. Tonight's our night. We're walking out of here. East to be heavyweight champion. I was very confused about this, Tony, because all night, the rest of this night, I'm expecting just incredible to do something here, but it's not this episode. I thought he was going to wrestle for the ECW title on this episode. Yes, for sure. Well, we find out he does. It's just not here. <laughs> well, no, he doesn't, does he? he? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck this was about. He had his plan to get the title back. Maybe he's, uh, you know, it's his plan to get in the, the uh, uh, into so, the match, into the match at Guilty as sure. Charge, which eventually sure. he does. But they don't. He does. I get don't in think the they match. ever tie the loose ends together. And he just fucking ends up in the match. So. <laughs> yeah, I think so. He just does. That was very ECW though, where they were just like, ah, I want to be in the match. And like, yeah, all right, you're in the fucking match. That's fine. Well, up next we have a tag team matchup. Uh, as I said, Easy Money and Julio De Niro with Electra taking on Nova and Balls Mahoney. Uh, you might know Julio De Niro. If you would know him, he's from his TNA fame where he was uh, in the gathering with CM Punk. Oh, that's uh, that right. I forgot Raven's about group. That. It was Raven, Julio De Niro, Punk, and Mickey James. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's really, that's what I knew him most from. <laughs> Easy Money's gear is fucking insane. <laughs> he's got, it's like he's got trunks on, but he also has Shawn Michaels chaps. Yes. As gear. Crazy guy. He is uh, a crazy. I, I Easy, like Money Easy Money is a crazy though. name, by the way. That's a Easy Money is also big a crazy E, big name. Z. Uh, money is the name, by the way. What a crazy dude. Big. She's got herpes chant here. Just you know, vintage ECW. Um, I'm gonna start chanting that at Tony just before the show. Sure, and I'll chant slut back. Slut, 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 slut. <laughs> uh, so fucking Nova and Easy Money are just doing a ton of bullshit here at the start. <laughs> just yeah. trying to do everything like. Right for now, this looks like slow motion chain wrestling spots, mm -hmm. but this was hot in 2000. They were eating this shit up in 2000. They love this shit. Yeah, they do. Balls and Julio tag in. Balls shoulder tackles him. Julio sweeps the leg to take him down. It was pretty cool. Balls does the balls punches. Then he scoop slams Julio and goes to the top and hits a fucking frog splash. I couldn't believe it. Balls is crazy, man. He Balls uh, fucking frog splash. Dude, he's. I think Balls is like an underrated worker, by the way. He was an amateur wrestler for shoot. Yeah, yeah, he could bump yeah. like crazy too. I remember, and uh, he, I mean, he did not look like a wrestler, like as far as like technical skills hey, go. But he was fucking. Everybody awesome. looks like a wrestler. Even like in the, <laughs> we watched some WWE ECW. He did some matches there as well, and he was pretty Dude, good. I don't want to talk about his ECW run in WWE because it reminds me of that fucking match striker match we had to watch, which was the worst piece of shit. Okay, ever. well, forget about that one. <laughs> He's, he was over. He that was December to December, which you, by the way, ECW December to December, uh, the WWE pay-per-view, uh, legendarily bad. You can watch that on our Patreon along with us, patreon.com slash PW. That's in the $10 tier. There's 32 different uh, full watch-alongs 
uh, of full wrestling shows that we've done on there. Patreon.com slash DeadlockPW. Check that shit out, please. Uh, check out that way, one, especially was... because we're miserable. Yes. Yeah. Wow. What a show. By the way, I'm just giving balls his props. He was a good wrestler. He was underrated. Uh, he was good, man. He was, I mean, he was fun. I feel I like mean, uh, he's weird. He was over as fuck. See, the way I see it as like pro wrestlers go, you either have to be like, like trying to explain this to like my wife and stuff. You either have to be like really good looking and strong or like really fucking hideous and weird or like, <laughs> and balls was like that weird guy that would be like, wow, this guy is like, you don't see anybody like him. It's just crazy. He, dude, the chair shots were <laughs> egregious, Yo, bro. They are egregious. There's fucking no way anyone should be taking. I love that shit, but no one should be fucking taking that shit. Whew, that's uh, so frog splash by balls for two. Dude, at one point, Julio De Niro hits a fucking black mass on Nova, and Easy Money hits the fucking buckshot lariat, which he calls the money clip. <laughs> Dude, that was insane. The That's money awesome. clip. That's incredible. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Easy Money also does the Easy Bomb, which is the X-Plex. Uh, fucking Easy Money was just inventing moves like fucking crazy this back is then. by Joey Styles doing, by the way, just naming off I all agree. the moves. Easy Bomb. They, uh, on commentary, they're talking about Nova wrestling with a broken eardrum that he got in a previous match with his tag team. Uh, and instead of waiting to find out if he needed surgery uh, and waiting at home, he's here wrestling. And Joey Styles says, oh, a lot of people would love to stay home and make money. <laughs> <laughs> Nova tags in balls, uh, hot fucking house of fire. Uh, balls is lighting them up. Ten balls punches in the corner. Of course. Until Easy Money breaks it up with a low blow. And then they doomsday device Balls Mahoney, which That's is fucking incredible. awesome. Nova and Balls hit Gennaro with a fucked up neck breaker sit out powerbomb combo that they were not in unison for. Oh, so, uh, dude, that was so it fucking It looked like Gennaro like, was going to break his fucking neck. Dude, they even neck. mentioned on commentary, like, he landed in 10 different pieces or something. Yeah, is what yeah, it sounded yeah, like. dude. It was brutal. He fucking lands on all of his shit. Uh, they go for a pin. Electra breaks up the pin. Nova decks Electra. <laughs> All the while, Balls Mahoney brains Julio De Niro with a disgusting fucking chair shot. Uh, Balls is celebrating with a chair. All the while, and behind him, Easy Money Inzagiri to Nova's injured ear, puts Nova out and gets the win. That, I couldn't believe that they that went to the ear for the finish. Dude, that was incredible. If you if you were not awesome. if you were not paying but if you were not paying attention on commentary, you would have missed the ear. You would, why thing. the fuck did he yeah, just why do you wanna, Yeah, but yeah, the, that was a great spot. And then if the crowd was smart, smart enough, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was cool. I liked that a lot. That was cool. I feel like maybe he could have worn something on his ear, you know, like a bandage. Oh yeah, like had like a patch on his ear or, or like something a like that. Like white band or you know, something stupid. Just you know what's to... even funnier is if they made that up because that was the finish and it wasn't meant to be the finish. Oh you're right. yeah. That... <laughs> like the maybe the fast count thing you were talking about, it just blew the fucking finish. Oh right. Yeah that would have been came a... up with yeah. this fucking wow. thing about his ear. Maybe that's what it was that fucking <laughs> Yeah we'll just say it was we know our ECW history. Who's gonna come who's gonna argue who's that? Go who who's gonna argue? Uh we go backstage to Francine and Just Incredible once Again, they're in the locker room now. Uh, Francine is yelling at him, saying, "You better pay attention to me. So, you know, since you lost that belt, my money's gone down. Exactly. I manage See, a Francine former champion. Yeah, fucking hates him, dude. Just incredible. Bitch. Better win some fucking belts. You better get those stupid ass Walmart Bald. shirts off. Those fucking Walmart shirts that say, "I don't play well with others." <laughs> you dumb. You don't like got blood? I hate those. Those are definitely in Walmart. I swear. In 2099, you'd see I don't play well with others shirt. You could probably find one right just now. A crazy. Fuck you. Just incredible. You piece of shit. Win some belts. Get back on track. Or Francine's going to go and leave yeah. you. 
That's my, it. My, my wife is crazy, but I'm even crazier. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> I hated every shirt that Jessica Edel had. That's Not our, one I didn't even one. think of that as Walmart shirts. That's pretty good. Dude, yeah. got blood. Got blood. Is, we should make I a got BLUD shirt. Got BLUD? Oh my. That'd be hot. Let's hope you buy that. Uh, so yeah, she's complaining, saying, uh, you tell me every night you're going to win the belt back, but it isn't there. My resume says Queen of Extreme that manages the former world champion. And then all of a sudden... A very skinny blue man walks in. I say, what the... F-? And Francine has the same reaction I do. Francine legit says, what the hell are you? <laughs> was that you or James that went insane when they saw the blue meanie skinny? That was James. James, James lost thought, his James marbles. thought that was a fake guy. <laughs> James thought that skinny blue meanie was like a fake guy human like mocking blue meanie you didn't realize it was really blue meanie <laughs> when you think of blue meanie you think of the wf version the big fat one that yeah or, you know BWO blue, blue yeah exactly yeah, yeah. you don't think of the skinny dude, sexy meanie dude guy. he looks great yeah he's skinny he's got like his short he's got like styled hair it's blue he's got a blue goatee he looks insane so he walks in and Francine just says, what the hell are you? Ew, what is this? <laughs> and Blue Meanie says, well, I was just here to see if you were, you know, Justin, if you were enjoying the, you know, the friends benefits of Blue Boy Management. And Justin Rose says, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, bro. Everything was cool. And, you know, I'll, you know, everything's cool and everything is all good. And I'll see you when I see you, man. Like, I'll call you, man. You know, fucking get the fuck out of here, brother. Like, <laughs> because obviously he doesn't want Francine knowing that Jasmine St. Clair was fixing his stick shift sure, or whatever you sure. said. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, checking the oil. So Francine says, what the fuck was that about? What are you talking to that for? And Justin Crowe says, listen, Franny, you know politics. He's got a kid. You know, you don't worry about it. You want to understand it anyways. So, Dude, know. he says a great line. He says, uh, what does he say? Uh, he says, you got to put over the jabronis once in a while. Is that what he said? <laughs> he said, yeah, you know, you got to put over the jabronis once in a while. You know politics, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know politics, yeah, you know. <laughs> the blue guy's a jabroni, by the way. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, we stay backstage. C.W. Anderson is punching his fist backstage. And he has a little bandage on his head. And this is very strange because, okay, so C.W. Anderson says, you better get used to this sound, Tommy. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, all right, well, that's, that's, that's interesting. All right, C.W., no problem. And he says, get used to it, Tommy, because I'm going to make you quit. I'm going to make you say uncle. <laughs> I'm going to make you say Anderson. I said, all right, goddamn, bro. <laughs> said, Tommy, I beat Super Crazy, and I made him tap. And you're next. I beat you on pay-per-view, but I pinned you. And next time, I'm going to rectify that situation, <laughs> and I'm going to make you tap. I'm going to take your hopes and dreams and aspirations, and I'm going to make you say, I quit, Tommy Dreamer, to C.W. Anderson. Yeah. And he does the fucking cutthroat gimmick. Yeah, it was awesome. Real up close type promo. All in the same room, by the way. All the promos. Definitely are the same room that Just Incredible and Frenzy were just in. They're all in one white room. That's where the same room that Cyrus and that kid were at and Jerry Lynn came yeah, in. Exactly. Same, yeah, exactly. Same yeah, backstage yeah. room. They made it work. CW Anderson was supposedly getting a going to get a huge fucking push. Yeah, he was awesome, from man. This. He's a, he's I like good, CW. Yeah, yeah. I, I like do CW. like CW. He's a North but Carolina yeah, guy, right? He is, yeah. That's pretty much what this Tommy Dreamer angle was. It was pretty much just try to elevate CW. Because um, before that, he was kind of, he was teaming with Simon Diamond and not doing much. I mean, they you know existed, but so this is uh yeah getting some wins over. What's Dreamer. crazy about uh, CW is he was trained by the WCW Power Plant. I don't know if you knew that. Which is, is that right? Kind of crazy. Yeah, he, he I did not know that. He was trained in like '98. 
Um, wow. He turned down a contract with WCW, by the way. So maybe it just wasn't like, I don't know. That's super surprising, actually. Wow, what the fuck? Yeah, so uh, he wasn't being utilized on WCW TV, so then he just like didn't want to work there. I mean, good for him. I mean, good, you know. But, make it a, but make that it a was one of those chance. things about Paul Heyman that like even with like uh, Roadkill and Danny Doring and C.W. Yeah. Anderson, they were like, even after like the, all their major stars left, they were still like, Thinking of the future, like okay, so they tried. Yeah, they were trying to build step? up their next crop. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like York and Matthews were definitely going to be, um, you know, the next kind of tag team. I know they were, they were. I believe like Loki was somebody they were looking to bring in, mm-hmm. uh, as well as uh, Trent Acid and Johnny Cashmere. I, I think feel were like brought a, up to eventually would it like <laughs> it would have just been ROH. Yeah, whatever ROH was, that would have just been what yeah. it was. But yeah, yeah I exactly. think C.W. Anderson was a guy that they were like grooming to be the next Tommy Dreamer kind of spot that Tommy Dreamer was in. I think was so, yeah. To, oh, yeah, like to get over by getting beat up and shit. Yeah, he was going to be like that that role that sure. Tommy had. So like, yeah. And I, I think they do their match. I don't know if CW wins or not at the, at the pay-per-view. Charge. I can't remember. Dreamer goes up in that one. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's just like C.W. Anderson's another guy that kind of just stopped existing after DCW ended. It's kind of sad, like all these really- Yeah, because he – does he get signed? Uh, he, uh, let's say he has dark matches in velocity in like 2004 and 2005, but I don't think he ever yeah. gets signed. Oh, he was hired. He was hired. He wrestled house shows for ECW. Uh, and then August 1st, he became known as Christopher W. Anderson and then made his only ECW TV appearance, losing to CM Punk. And then he was released in 2007. Oh, that's right. I forgot he had a match against CM Punk. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. But yeah, after that, he doesn't really do much. Like, he doesn't, like, get back on TV or do anything like that. No. Okay. Like, so, he, he so he had some, he had some WWE dark matches, dark, and then yeah. he did the, the, the TV punk taping. Match. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Again, yeah, another yeah. wrestler that was really awesome and then just kind of yeah, didn't ever. He wasn't a TV wrestler anymore, which is kind of crazy. Uh, so we go backstage again, or sorry, we stay backstage, but we go to the infamous ECW curtain uh, where Joey and Joel Gertner chilling uh, guilty as charged. Uh, the I Quit match with Tommy Dreamer and CW Anderson. And Joey says, oh, what do you think about this match, Joel? And Joel says, I think you thought you'd be able to go this whole show without letting me do my nickname. Well, you can't. <laughs> it is I, the quintessential stud muffin, Joel. Ladies, have a problem with too many men? Well, here's your solution. Just go with the Stud Muffin's New Year resolution. Because after you got me, you won't need any other. I can satisfy you, and then I'll take on your mother. <laughs> Gertner. <laughs> and Joey says, what the fuck does that have to do with guilty as charged? <laughs> and Joe, Gertner says, guilty as what? <laughs> what? What did you talk about? All right. Tremendous. That's I, awesome. I love their fucking... Yeah, the banter uh, was awesome, man. Yeah, back and forth. Especially great. during this next match, they're insane, these fucking two. Uh, so we go on, I guess technically main event matchup here, Christian York with Joey Matthews uh, taking on Joey Lude. Joey uh, Matthews York- of Joey Mercury fame, by the way. Yes, just Joey so you- Matthews out here in a sling, uh, not on his face as you're used to seeing him. We just reviewed that SmackDown where his face got fucking exploded. No, this is Joey Matthews, young boy teaming with Christian York. Christian York's out here. Joey Matthews out here, not in gear in a sling. Cyrus, the virus comes out. Cyrus, I guess uh, people that don't know, Cyrus is Don Callis. If you, for you AEW fans that might not know, uh, Don Callis is Cyrus. Yes. Uh, Cyrus comes out and says, uh, "We're gonna have ourselves a little handicap match." So what we got is a wrestler who's got two hands there, and he's brought along his handicap. Ha 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 ha. 
And Joel Gertner says, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> and Cyrus says, don't worry, lads. I'm not going to wrestle you, even though I could very easily at this time. Show some respect for a man who is simply the greatest technician in ECW. Simply the greatest interview in ECW. Jerry Lynn just slowly starts walking out. Simply the greatest luchador to come out of the state of Minneapolis. <laughs> and Joey the, says, the state of Minneapolis. <laughs> the state. That's a Jerry Lynn. The state. Ah. Yeah. Uh, Cyrus says, and the longest reigning ECW world champion of all time, ladies and gentlemen, simply the best Jerry Lynn. And Joey Styles says, longest reigning champion. You've had more sexual exploits that have lasted longer than his reign. And Joel says, it's not just the fact that Cyrus is ugly, but he's annoying. <laughs> and that's why when it comes time to go back to the hotel, I get chicks that look like Pamela Anderson and Joey. And Cyrus gets dudes that look like Louis Anderson. Why not? Why not? Uh, yeah, Louis Anderson, that hot Louis Anderson. That nobody uh, will, yeah. That three people Super. will know. By, by the way, Life with Louis, <laughs> great show. Love that show. <laughs> there you go, Tony. You know Life of Louie? Uh, you don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? I know, I know Life of Louie. Don't even I act know. like you're a Louie Anderson fan, bro. Like, I mean, I know of Louie Anderson. I don't know if I was a religious Live with Louie fucking watcher. Wow, Sorry about watch that, Life brother. Life with Louie, bro. You're a poser, fake-ass Louie Anderson fan. I'm not fan. trying to watch. You know what? That's why I get chicks like Pam Anderson, and you get <laughs> dicks like Louie Anderson. Well, Louie, you like Louie Anderson, so what's the problem here? I, I like, like I watch Family Feud, bro. Yeah, sure. I did! All right. Moving on. All right, well, well <laughs> Jerry Lynn goes on the mic, and he's in the ring, and he's talking to York and Matthews, and he says, I know you're a little intimidated of me, and I know you're afraid of me. Fucking nerd. But I'm going to beat you like the Yankees beat the Mets. Oh, boo. New York does not like that. Uh, Joey Styles says, Jerry's going to need an escort to get out of the building. And Joel Gertner says, it's a shame that RVD isn't here anymore. My boy Fonzie always had escorts in this town. <laughs> Joey says, not those escorts. I mean, police escorts. And Joel says, yeah, those, these, uh, those escorts get harassed by police every once in a while. It's still illegal in New York, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy fucking bastards. Uh, there's a Let's Go Mets chant that Jerry Lynn's not happy about. Uh, Jerry says, he, so he goes back up and he says, listen, boys. Listen, York, just give him a show. Hit your spots. I'll make you look good. That's what I've been doing for 12 years. <laughs> that's a, so that's his solid. whole gimmick is he just puts over the young boys. Yeah, that's pretty true. And then RVD gets a spotlight. He doesn't. And then he's pissed off. Good, good that's gimmick. True. But they made it, uh, I will say, though, they make it seem like RVD is not in the company. He's not going to be a guilty. He's never around. He's done. Yeah. He's out of Which here. I don't know if that was, I, I don't know if that was like a, a 11th hour thing that RVD shows up at the pay-per-view because I think RVD is like actually gone. I know when he shows up at the pay per view, he gets like the craziest fucking reaction, and then like it's everyone's huge, and everyone's singing his theme, and he's it walking ends the around, show. He's walking around like going crazy. Uh, yeah. So I don't know, man. It's unbelievable. Have we watched Guilty as Charged? Uh, we have. I don't think I've seen it multiple times, but I don't. Did know we, if we've we didn't ever do that done. for. Um, we don't think we we've didn't ever do that for SGH. I don't think so. Okay. They have a crazy uh, match though, so RVD and Jerry Lynn doing it. That whole show fucking, is fucking fun. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. But yeah. Jerry is not happy here, of course. Uh, they're telling so the story here is Jerry is bitter over losing the ECW title. Cyrus has convinced Jerry uh, that ECW screwed him out of the title because he had a pretty short run. Mm -hmm. Joey and Joel in commentary talking about Jerry's grievances. Gertner says Lynn beat RVD twice and gets no credit for it. Joey says, well, why is he mad at ECW then? ECW gave him a chance to be a star. They didn't hide him under a ridiculous looking mask, <laughs> which is a <laughs> reference to his WCW yeah. run, of course. So, the, you know, they're going back and forth here a little bit. Jerry grabs the mic early on. He walks over and points at a couple guys in the front row cheering for him. And he says, hey, where were you guys when I was kicking Van Damme's ass? 
don't jump on my bandwagon now. <laughs> that was <laughs> awesome. Is... I think he gives him the middle finger too, doesn't he? Or... He does, yeah. And then he does the RVD taunt with the middle fingers. <laughs> that was fantastic. I that love was that. fucking so awesome. I was like, wow. I don't know if I've seen anybody do that before. No, that was great. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> middle finger RVD taunt is fucking sick. Ar- Jerry Lynn was definitely tapped into like his character Jerry here. Lynn's awesome and this is also Jerry Lynn not wearing long tights this is shorts Jerry Lynn which is great yeah this was awesome <laughs> I don't know if you guys never seen like this version you've probably seen like TNA Jerry it's a Lynn. fun run if like most of the people that have seen like his heel yeah the new effing show Jerry Lynn run is very fun very he's just stuff. a little dickhead he was uh, so there's back and forth between uh, Christian York and Jerry uh, Jerry snapmares him he lands on his feet Jerry gets frustrated at that he slaps him fires off some shots uh, monkey flips him York lands on his feet again. He's firing shots. Uh, he gets York gets sent to the apron. Cyrus grabs his leg, and Geraldine leg drops the back of his head, which was fucking cool. I also noticed here the timekeeper at ringside sells every pin, which is very cool. That's cool. He, like every pinfall to the timekeeper could, is like it could just be the end of the match, which well, is very cool. I, I, like I didn't that. wasn't paying attention. I didn't notice that. I'll have to look yeah, again. That is cool. So Joel on commentary says that Joel would not be the right guy to rub out Cyrus. He already rubbed one out earlier. Uh, <laughs> and he says, are you laughing? Wait till I tell Paul. And Joey says, you make it very hard to be a straight man, Joel. And Joel says in the most serious voice ever, don't you ever say that again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, York hits a cool bulldog on Lynn. Uh, and Jerry goes underneath York, who climbed the top rope. York hits him with a sunset flip off the top for two. York goes for a Rana, but gets killed with a sit-out powerbomb. Fucking York hits Lynn with a shovel driver, with like the reverse, you know, Kind of, I guess, reverse brain buster is the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For a 2.9999, but Cyrus gets on the apron, uh, distracts the referee somehow. Lynn definitely didn't kick out, which was, you know, cool to put him over like that. Cyrus throws a punch at Matthews. Matthews ducks it, fucking knocks out Cyrus, and then Jerry hits Christian York in the ring with a cradle pile driver for the win. Put him away. Dude, this has proved, like, what Jerry Lynn was saying earlier about like he was the guy and yeah. made everyone else look good was true because this fucking match was sweet. This was too. sweet. Yeah. And Fun fucking match. Yeah. Maybe want to see more Christian York. Exactly. Hang having a banger with Christian York, like just yeah. on random TV is awesome. And that's cool. Yeah, it was sweet. So earlier today, of course, Taz said that the Dudleys are in the house. And I was like, oh cool, we're gonna get to see a fucking Dudleys match on this show. Well, you kind of do. You get to see a highlight recap of the last two weeks of the show there was a match with Simon Diamond, Johnny Swinger and C.W. Anderson taking on the Dudleys and Tommy Dreamer so they just kind of recap the match that I, I which so that's it's one of the matches that I thought that maybe was going to air mm-hmm. the week after either that or maybe like it was a part of their deal with WWF that like you can have them but you can't air the match like in full or something like that um, yeah because it's pretty much saying go to ecwwrestling.com to see like this the highlights of this controversial yeah. six man tag. Yeah, they probably had a deal where they could appear, but they couldn't actually be in. They couldn't air their match on TV or something. Yeah, I'm sure. But they show a lot from this. I mean, they show Joe Gertner dancing big ass style. Uh, Bubba's in the balcony throwing chairs down to the ring, which was a crazy. Dude, that was insane. I thought he was gonna kill somebody. Holy! I thought the fans were gonna start doing it too, which would have been nuts in that building. Dude, they say on commentary like this is. Turned into one big party. Yeah, a controversial six-man take. Yeah, one big party, you're right. And uh, Bubba puts Don Marie through a table. That's awesome. 
they're wearing their WWF camo gear, which is not anything they wore in ECW because New Jack would have killed them. Yeah, obviously, right. New, New Jack is not here, which also may have been a part of the reason why they weren't here. Heyman knew that they were coming in and didn't want New Jack to fight them. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> and then to end the show, we have the last thing that anyone sees on ECW television. Other than, of course, you see ECW Guilty is charged on pay-per-view, but the last thing on actual television is a Tommy Dreamer backstage promo, and Tommy Dreamer is also punching his fist. <laughs> He's, so the way that C.W. Anderson cut the promo, Tommy Dreamer's doing same the exact way. same promo. Which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool visual. Dreamer says, C.W. Anderson, you beat me in one match. And that makes you a new tough guy. Well, let me rectify this situation. I don't know why the fuck they keep doing this situation thing. ECW isn't about winning. It's about survival. It's about perseverance. This is like kind of a doomed promo here, actually. About yeah, you're right. You're right. Now it's looking about back perseverance in hindsight. and survival. I've seen them come and I've seen them go. And you need to look deep down within your soul and think about this. I've never tapped out to a broken wrist, I think he said. He or says broken, neck. Oh, bro- he says broken neck, neck, sorry. Neck broken neck back. and back. Yeah, broken neck or a neck and a broken back. Do you know what it's like to get knocked down and not be able to feel your legs? Can you get knocked down and not feel your own arms? <laughs> I live that every day. What? <laughs> <laughs> you can't feel your legs or arms every day. You should Tommy be in a hospital right now. You should not Go be to a hospital. Uh, he says, it's gut check time, boy. And then CW Anderson comes in and grips up Tommy Dreamer and is going to break his arm. And Tommy Dreamer is screaming into the camera as CW Anderson grips his shit up and acts like he's going to snap his arm. So well, the last CW thing you see is CW Anderson trying to break Tommy Dreamer's you arm. You wouldn't know it's CW Anderson because the camera's really tied on Tommy Dreamer. They don't pan That's out. So true. like the last second you barely see CW you Anderson's see head. Yeah, yeah. All you hear is like Tommy Dreamer screaming. Oh, and yeah. then like it zooms out a little bit and you yeah, see exactly. CW Anderson fades to black and there's ECW. Cool. Yeah, cool angle though. Yeah, it was a sweet way to sell this I Quit match and uh, put him over, you know. I liked it. But that was the very last thing, other than on pay-per-view, that you see of ECW. That was it. Um, Mm -hmm. So Tony and I looked, actually, at Cage Match, look at the tapings Mm -hmm. uh, from this, because they said they were were there for two weeks. And I think the three matches that... We uh, we think that the three matches that probably would have been on the next episode would have been Michael Shane... Defeating Belvis Wesley, <laughs> all right. Uh, Just Incredible beating Kid Cash. I'm assuming that before you get to, I'm assuming the Just Incredible Kid Cash would be like, if you win, you get a shot in the main event of the pay per view, probably or something, or you like get that. the world or, title match or whatever. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And uh, for the ECW title, Last Man Standing match, Steve Carino defending the belt and defeating the Sandman. Um, so I I assume that was going to be the go home show to the pay per view. Yeah. So then they're leading into the pay-per-view where it's the Sandman, Steve Carino, and Justin Credible in a TLC, Tables, Ladders, Chairs, Kane. Was it Stairway to Heaven? What do they call that match? I think it was, yeah, it was uh, Tables, Ladders, Chairs, and Canes, actually, is what the match was called, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And Sandman wins the belt there, but then Rhino comes out and challenges him and says, I'm going to kill you, and Sandman accepts the match, and then Rhino beats Sandman for the belt. Rhino apologizes to a table champion. or something, doesn't he? Or was that later? I think he gores him through a table, yeah. Yeah, and then he becomes champion, and then that's it. He becomes champion, yeah. So, yeah, uh, so I think that would have been the last show. So they're in somewhere out there, maybe within, you know, the WWE warehouse or, you know, in the tape archives is 
potentially a produced last episode that didn't air that had a Steve Carino Sandman last man standing match. I mean, that uh, sounds kind of hot, honestly. I kind of want to see fun. that. That's fun. Yeah, that sounds yeah, cool. And I, then I Kid Cash just incredible. It's probably cool, too. Yeah, well. it was probably cool, too. Yeah, you're right. And Michael Shane. Of cool. course, and Belvis Wesley, bro. You know, fucking <laughs> excited about Belvis Wesley. I don't think I've ever seen one Belvis Wesley match or ever heard. We're of gonna this have guy. to do that. For, write that down for watch this. We're gonna have to do, tap into the Belvis Wesley fucking tapes. Can we here, get brother. Belvis Wesley versus uh, I don't know. Let's see. Let me look at Belvis Wesley's cage match. Let's see What's what he's his up. High, to. Do you have like his rating? Does he even have ratings on here? Probably does. Uh, his last match. He wrestled in 2017. Okay. In New Jersey. Wow. So he, you know, he, he, it's all, it's been, you know, many years. <laughs> I'm trying to see if he has <laughs> like, like a highest rated <laughs> match or anything, if he's even ratings. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his cage match rating is not great. <laughs> it's like a three. <laughs> okay. Well, but you never know, man. Maybe he was fucking rocking. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, so last thing before we get out of here, I'm going to go back to the Observer. Sure. Uh, uh, Observer from January 15, 2000. This is after Guilty is charged. Okay. After the show, Paul Heyman was saying, was still saying the company wasn't going to shut down. However, there are only two shows left on the schedule. Sold shows in Poplar Bluff, Missouri, and Pine Bluff, uh, Arkansas. I think that is. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, Pine Bluff, Arkansas would, was the last one, and then Poplar yeah. Bluff, Missouri was the second last one, yeah. Which I think were the weekend after this, perhaps. Like the next week, I think. At press time, nobody has gotten plane tickets for those shows, which is out of the ordinary but not unheard of. There was a March 11th date for the next pay-per-view announced during the show, although no venue was announced for the event. Wrestlers received half pay at the show, leaving them seven weeks behind. The morale was said to be very bad, with news going around, despite claims to the contrary early in the week, that ECW had lost its TV on MSG in New York, its key market, and the show didn't even air the night before the pay-per-view in that market. Trying to garner hope... Because Farm Club on its shows was airing video clips of ECW action on USA, uh, also ended up demoralizing since Farm Club has its own financial problems as well as ma- a major ratings decline and hasn't shown ECW clips in the past few weeks. I'm, what, is Farm Club a channel? Uh, it said on USA. Was it a show on yeah. USA? Farm Club? I have no idea. Maybe. Farm Club was an American TV show which aired on USA Network. It was broadcast from January 31st, 2000 to June 15, 2001. Show's content featured it, musical artists of the moment, and promoted unsigned bands through national exposure and website interaction, which also featured uh, moments of the return of the NWA in which Snoop Dogg substituted for the late EZE. Uh, so I guess it was like a kind of like a spot show. Uh, oh, I see this. Uh... They had a short-lived partnership with ECW in 2000. Okay, so Farm Club, I, I was just looking at Farm Club. There's like an Eminem freestyle rare on Farm Club. So it's like uh, yeah. probably an underground thing. There was yeah. a, a farmclub.com. Was that a thing? They changed. They probably it, changed it to .com after a while. Right, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. So it was yeah. the ridiculousness of it. <laughs> no, not ridiculous. <laughs> no, so yeah, so it was just like, you know. So yeah, they were st- getting shown on that for a while. They That's had a actually a good idea to put ECW on there. That's kind yeah. of a good, uh, good niche for um, that. So there were not even hints. There were not even the hints uh, given that a TV deal was on the verge of being announced, and Heyman didn't even produce a new television show since his other key market, Philadelphia, hadn't gotten the tape of the show for last weekend. So that tape aired this week. Many were questioning if any TV would be produced from this point forward. I can't tell if it was produced or not. That last show that didn't air. Uh, they filmed it for sure, but I don't know if they definitely filmed it. Yeah, they did anything. They. I don't know. It's weird. I would love to find out. I would love to at least see the footage of it. 
Yeah, just those couple of matches would be cool, even if it's not put together as a TV show. Maybe just... there's fan cam footage of it. Oh, you're probably right. I'm not sure, yeah. though, but that's pretty uh, sweet. After a week in which Paul Heyman kept saying that ECW hadn't lost its time slot on MSG Network and would air, and the network saying the show had been pulled because ECW hadn't sent payment, the show never aired. For whatever it's worth, FX, uh, which has been the network most strongly rumored to be getting ECW programming, has stated it has no interest in a pro wrestling show. It also should be pointed out that it's it isn't unusual for a station in negotiations to say that. Uh, so they almost got on FX. It sounds like too, or you know, they were in talks with them to have ECW on FX. And so FX and USA Network were potential places for ECW. Wow, yeah, that I could see that working actually. Like FX, yeah. that's kind of crazy. FX probably would have been a decent fit for. It. I don't know how USA would have worked out, but yeah, that definitely. No, I, I doubt unless USA gave like a midnight. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, they, you know, uh, Raw was doing some crazy fucking shit. Yeah, but ECW was just like, it was insane, yeah. bro. But yeah, that's true. Th- I mean, but there was not, there wasn't really anything crazy on this show other than uh, Jasmine Sinclair fixing his stick. No, show. you're right. They probably were, and, <laughs> <laughs> and getting, it, they didn't really even show anything to be honest. But right, yeah, if yeah. you get like a a TV deal like that, if it's like a legit TV deal, they'd probably get yeah. production money and stuff like that. Sure, you know? yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that's really interesting. Uh, speaking of this, like, we watched that Tommy... What Tommy Dreamer match was it right after? When was that? Do you remember that? Oh, the Zandig match? Yes. That's in April. Okay. So then... So it's a few months after. So we thought it was, like, immediate... No, the event... That's right, because... That was like the that night that Tommy Dreamer wrestled in April was like the night where it's, they officially closed. They officially and, closed it, right? Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. incredible. But I, I think like you know Heyman goes in February, so everyone pretty much knows. But I think like legally, it's officially done in April. Okay. And that's when like WWE, I guess what that's when WWF starts using their shit. Mm-hmm. Right, because they start the invasion or whatever, right? Coming up. Yeah, pr- like because a- April is Mania. April first was Mania. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much right around that fucking time was uh, was them doing that shit. Um, okay, wow. Yeah, man, a lot of uh, a lot of fucking shit happened. Like uh, at the end of like pretty much January of two thousand one. Like the whole I, in my mind, it's always April because mm-hmm. that's like when like you know they announced the shit. But really, January two thousand one is when everything like changes. There is this thing that I'm looking at, this ECW reunion show. It was like this in Buffalo, New oh. York. I don't know what this show is. Oh, but... wow. Re- it's ran by Wrestling in the USA Freelance Shows, ECW reunion show. RVD's on the show? No, Tommy Dreamer is. Oh, Dreamer's on the show. CW Anderson's on the show. Sabu, Angel, oh, wow. Balls Mahoney, Mikey Whipwreck, Swinger, Nova, oh, wow. Chris Chetty. I wonder if this is the first ECW reunion show. This, ha- this has to be the first reunion wow. show. Wow. I never even heard of this. ECW didn't even die, though. It was ECW just- wasn't even like, yeah, ECW was like four months actually dead. <laughs> this is in like August. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. I want to see this show. Wow. Okay. Well, that's well, there you go. That uh, that was the final ECW Hardcore TV. I imagine that's not the end of us talking about ECW because there's also like the final episode of uh, ECW on TNN, and maybe we can uh, look back at the Observer and see all the drama that went on with uh, TNN and ECW. But there you go. That was ECW's hard- ECW Hardcore TV's final episode, and that was our show. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Uh, make sure to check us out 
on Patreon, patreon.com slash deadlockpw. Make sure to check out Deadlock Pro Wrestling this weekend. Crazy-ass card, and you get to see it live, dpw.live. Please make sure to check that out. January 14th, check it out. Yes, sir, this Saturday. This Saturday, baby, January 14th, dpw.live. Get on that bitch, and we will see you guys next week for another episode of the Deadlock Podcast. We gotta go! If you smell, no, no, what the no, rock? No, no, no. God damn it's it. It's cooking.